In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. He's a legendary Queens rapper. He hangs like greatest your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast. And your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it could be, hopefully it's what it should be. It's your boy N-O-R-E. What up, it's DJ EFN. This motherfucking Drink Champs, Harry out. Make some noise! Right, right now, when you think of hip-hop, you think of hip-hop royalty, you think of a guy who had a record label back then, who had so many artists, who broke so many artists, who, who stood the test of times. I heard through the grapevine that he might have been the first one to sample we're going to get to that. I heard through the grapevine that he was the guy who discovered Rakim. 
Yeah. I heard through the grapevine that this guy, this guy has been countless. When you think of like the first CEOs and the first, you know what I'm saying? He has to be up there with it. Like where you see a black person together own a company. The first time we ever heard of a black person owning a company, a record label at this time at least. Um, if you don't know who the hell we talking about, we talking about motherfucking legendary Molly. Molly. Hey. So what, let me let me let me just take it from the beginning. You got one role, Diego. Um, let's take it from the beginning. How did how did you, how did you even like you know come across music? What was you, fell in love. Yeah, basically, I was you know a DJ out there playing in Queensbridge in the park. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to do jams in the park, and um, I, I you know I was the, the, the dude in Queensbridge coming out every weekend. Right. So um, at that point, one day I had the the musician cats mm-hmm. come. You know, they was down one side. It was like around the time when hip hop was. Just bubbling. Mm-hmm. So what, what really happened was like I had the band plug into my system, my boy Andre, and then the next day the, the musicians started coming to my house. So mm-hmm. I was ready to DJ. Now I got the musician cast from the neighborhood, like guitars, guitars, like, uh, keyboard, keyboard players, everything. Everybody started coming to my house because I had a big system, mm-hmm. and and that's how I, I kind of caught the bug to become more than just a DJ because I was already a DJ. I want to be that special DJ that had special powers and when I say special powers it's, it means like special mixes that nobody mm. got something special mm. and that's you know that's when I first caught the bug so let me let me ask because um, on Shan's record he says hip hop mm-hmm. started out in the park you said hip hop it was set out in the dark set out in the dark but before you said that I uh-huh. said I'm going to tell you a story about where we come from mm. so let's Talk make about that clear mm. this is like this was our neighborhood story right. Right. that that was a tape floating around the neighborhood and that's how the bridge got started from you know it was like a neighborhood tape right. and you know you know, nobody was trying to say yo hip hop started in that, from that record or right. we started hip hop we said right. we're going to tell you something about where we come from Right. who were who you guys looking up to at that point in hip hop um well, the only person people we was looking up to was probably cats from the hood that we was able to see, mm. because you know. So nobody cool. outside of, of the hood. Not really, because you know I was really young, and so I was I was too young to go to see Bambada when he came to Queensbridge. So right. wow, th- there was you know that was the other generation before me, right. if you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. So. Um, I was, you know, I was looking up to the cats in the neighborhood, like Dr. Bob Lee, mm. you know, like um, Jappy Jap, who's on the record. Jappy Jap. Did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Gas, my brother Larry Lab was the DJ, and the man, the mastermind that put it all together, the electronical wizard, his name was T-Tom. Right. Now, right now, now was that the first record that came from Queensbridge? Oh, nah, nah, nah. What, 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 was other records? Yeah, you know, what's funny about... How hip hop sits with Queensbridge Before yeah. hip hop There was like a whole disco era out mm. And there was cats from Queensbridge Like yeah. the Andre Booths The Daryl Paynes mm. the, the, the Michael Baileys They had records on the radio already Wow Now Those was the cats that I was looking at right. Maybe that's why I became a producer Because I'm looking at these cats Walking around the hood And they got records on the radio Right You know what I'm saying Daryl Payne wrote right. Most of all of the, Every disco era song out Thanks to you And, and stuff like that Right um, you know, Andre Booth, he had um, this beat is mine back mm. in the day. So, you know, mm. I'm walking around as a little kid in Queensbridge. These cats got records on the radio right. already. Mm. So I had I had like a, a a bar to catch up to, if you know what I mean. Right. Because all the band cats was already famous. Mm. And had records out. So wow. I was like, oh, okay, all right, that's real good. So what, what, was your, what was your first record you would say was successful? My first successful record? Good. 
I would probably say Mama said knock you out I'm That's a huge record though That is a huge record That's what I'm trying yeah, to say yeah. Because with me I've been on both sides right. You know I've been in the beginning Of hip hop We right. made you know We made a lot of attempts To do things that, that That's neighborhood favorites Right But it ain't generating publishing Right, right. right. You, you, you right. know what I'm saying right. So um, I would say That was one of, You know Like a big record for me That around the way girl That transcended I, right. I believe When I got to that but point Round the way girl They got a shit Got shit Your kid came out of me. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Queens right there. It's Queens. Queens. It's Queens. All day. But um, I, I say all that to say that you know, for me to even to rise up to be able to make that record, mm-hmm. it was all in the making. Mm-hmm. I look at my whole earlier career was getting me ready for something kind of big. Mm-hmm. I was just you know, it was kind of sparring. I'm doing records. We making history. We changing how people produce. But all you know, I, I just look at it for me sparring to get to something. That right. you know, I needed to get to to make uh, uh, an album like that with LL. You right. know, every track, right, if right. you know what I mean. To make an album like that and to, to make it successful and to be what it is and to, to sit in people's minds and psyches like that, I had to get ready for that. Right. So every record I made up to that point led up to that. Now in the Shantae movie, right? Yeah. You was actually producing in Queensbridge, because that's what it, you was producing in Queensbridge, and she walked by. Uh-huh. And you, you act, was that was that yeah, was that accurate? Was that accurate? Yeah, was that um, accurate? It was it was close. It was okay. it was very close. Um, I didn't my window didn't face that way. Like, you know, <laughs> right, right. But it was kind of like that because I already knew she was like a, a freestyle king in Queensbridge. Like her Shan, this cat named Infinite, and you know a bunch of them used to be just on the block freestyling, going at it, bye bye, bye bye, and they used to always have a crowd. Sometimes we'd walk through like, damn, this little chick is killing these cats out here. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, one day I, I told you know I, I had that that Roxanne beat and you know she had an idea to do something and I seen it that day I was like yo blah 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 she's like yo I'm gonna put my clothes in the in the, in the spin cycle oh, so all that down. was accurate that was that real part. talk she ran down the laundry threw it in the thing ran upstairs did one take and broke out <laughs> get the fuck out of here. One take, history. one take. Whoa, that was one take, and she oh, did it. Wow. And now nah, that's and she she wasn't even taking it seriously. She didn't even know. Right, we didn't know. We didn't know because because she hadn't done records yet until that point. I, I really, really didn't because most of my early joints was not supposed to be records. Like I said, I want to be that magical DJ with something special. Mm. So you know, my first um, recording that I was working with before was. Um, um, sucker DJs I only mm. did that Because Sucker MCs was See, that, I wanted mm. a special version That only I had right. I wanted to be that special Like dub DJ. plates Right A dub plate right. Something special With the chick Talking about a Sucker DJs You know what I'm saying, saying and, 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 pump, and pumping me up So I was like a dub plate mm. You know Most of my early songs Wasn't ever supposed to be songs They was supposed to be Something special for me But the public Grabbed onto it Now, now is it true You just like Discovered Rock Him? Um, I wouldn't say I discovered Rakim. Rakim came to the crib with Eric B. In Queensbridge. Yeah, in Queensbridge. I was living on 12th Street, right. you know, in that same apartment where right. we did the Shantae record. And you're from 12th Street? I'm, I'm from Vernon. You're from Vernon. Okay. Side okay. of Vernon, but my okay. sister had, had an apartment. You know how Queensbridge is. Yep. You know, she gave me the apartment. It was like, the rent was like a hundred, a hundred, yeah, burn out, a hundred ten dollars okay. a month. Okay. You know what I mean? So I just like used to pay that for the year. Right. <laughs> and just, you know, run up a crib and, you know, have free electricity. Right. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and you just, you know, just go in and just make joints. Right. That was her apartment. And, and you know, that was the real And Rakim came there? Rakim came. Um, and no one first, knew who Rakim was. Now, now, check this out okay. now. At first, 
I believe Freddie Fox was supposed to show up. Mm. Bumpy Knuckles. Bumpy Knuckles. And he didn't show up. So wow. we're looking at E like, yo, Eric, where's your man? He's like, no, don't worry. I got somebody coming tomorrow. Bah, bah, bah. And bang, and then Rakim came. Wow. Now you wow. got to think about That's it. Names throwing out. Now Rakim comes, and you know, Rakim wanted to go slower. He wanted to rhyme slow. Because okay. you got to think about it. Before he got to my house, I was already like dabbling a little with Kane, dabbling a little with G-Rat. So... We were, they wasn't making WAP music to say and, the and least. And they wasn't signed to you at that time. That? Kane and um, G Rap. Um, Kane. That, this is after they got with the um, with the label. But okay. Kane was always business writer. Okay. So he yeah. was always lurking around. Why? He, he was Why? always hanging around. You know what I mean? You, you know what the crazy? I can make sure we get back to this point. Yeah. You know the crazy thing is. Bismarck is probably the only person who's probably up front that he had a ghostwriter. Him and Easy E, mm. and no one cared. Right, right. So, right. so, so from the beginning, Kane was writing Biz rhymes. That's that's a. I mean, I mean, I think King Biz wrote his earlier stuff, but the stuff that really makes sense, right. you could obviously tell. Like even picking boogers, I didn't even think Kane had a, like a personality like that. Like yeah. I didn't even yeah, think he talked about it. A lot yeah, he talked about that yeah, on, yeah. on the show yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, Kane was Kane was Kane was dope. Right. You know, you know, we're gonna get into Kane in a minute because yeah, yeah. you asked me about Kane. He's definitely the one that, that changed rap and, yeah, wow. and, and, and did something crazy with rap wow. and well, it made me better. You okay, so let's, let's stay on Rakim then, yeah. right? Cause, yeah. So Rakim comes. Now, is, is it true that um, Eric B for President was actually Tragedy's record? That was actually a, a record called Stunner the Block. Wow. The, the, but it, it didn't have that bass line. It was the same drums. Okay. So what I did when, you know, he had the idea to use that, mm-hmm. I had a, I, had, I was like, oh, let me strip the track of Stunner the Block and just keep the drums mm. and let's add do, 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 do. And I played that over and, mm. and that became Eric B as President. Okay, wow. Look, so... That's hard. Let's make some noise for that. That's hard, goddammit. So, Rakim comes to the crib. Y'all, right. Freddie Fox was supposed to be there. Right. But y'all record something that day? Yeah, we, um, we, we made my melody first. Wait up. Wait, in, in Queensbridge? In Queensbridge. My, melody my melody was made in Queensbridge? In the living room in Queensbridge. Yo! And Eric B's president was made in the living room in Queensbridge. And, oh my god. The same living room where Shante same... made her. her Yo, tape. you gotta Does buy that. Is that a credit on the record? You gotta buy that apartment and just make that a studio, my you dude. What? what? Yo, that's Holy crazy. Holy shit. I would have never thought that. I would have thought that was the one only record, like you and Shante. Like, as the, so there was other people coming to that house. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this was the house on 12th Street. This is the house on 12th Street. 41st side. 40, 41st side. 41st side, okay. Yeah. That's fucking Mark Deep's side. That's what I'm trying to say. Now, um, Havoc lived in the next building. Well, hey, Capone right. lives right That's there. That's what I'm trying to say. Capone was right across. Yeah, Capone was across. Across Whoa. from me. So, hold on, hold on. Now I'm fucked up. Now I'm, I feel like I don't even know my own childhood right now. I'm So, oh my God, because Capone building right here. Then you say in the building right before Havoc building right yep. there? The Havoc wow. building was here. I was the building around that corner. Wow. Capone building was straight across. Wow. Yeah. And, um... Jesus, Havoc and them was was like kids at yeah, this no time, doubt. right? His, his it, well, Havoc and them, his actual his, his uncle used to be blasting the music out the window. Wow. It wasn't even Havoc yet. Mm. You know what I mean? And he, I used to battle him. I'm, I'm playing beats out the window. He's playing music, so I would play loud sometimes. He would play, and I, you know. So, so what like made that. you what made you say you know let me get out of the, the bridge like because so, such as these great things is happening it's still the projects uh-huh. mind I you. got a little too too famous okay because people started like showing come, up to the crib. showing up hanging yeah. out the demos was coming uh, crazy and, and you know and uh, and girls was coming out there getting uh, mistreated trying to meet me right. I was like yeah. let me get out of here for yeah. somebody get hurt you don't want some champagne I'm like hell yeah I do come on my bad my bad my bad but you know I had to, I had to, I had to get up because. Mm-hmm. You know, it started getting a little, a little, a little crazy with me living out there. Right. People used to be waiting in front of the building for well, me to 
come home. What was the drunk. very moment where you was like, "This is it"? Um. Salute, man. A motherfucking Molly Mall, nigga. Yeah, Thank you for being here. Salute, everybody. Yeah, what was that one moment where you was like, where you was like, oh. Uh, the moment came, some, some girl came to Queensbridge. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, she must have really wasn't, you know, she wanted to meet me. She was like intrigued by me. Right. And you got the flat top at the time. Yeah, no doubt. Yes, right. I, was, I just started making rings. Four finger rings yet? Yeah, no, no, I never, you know, I never bought rings and, okay. and chains. No, never, okay, 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 that, okay, you know? okay, all right, cool. Yeah. Cars and houses. Okay, okay, <laughs> I, that was your thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> but um, uh-huh. um, a, a girl got really, like, they really, they disrespected this chick because mm. she was trying to meet me. She wow. just came out there to meet me. Like, oh, we can take you to a mile. Come. But first you got to do this. Oh, you got to do this. You got to right. do this. And then I, I started hearing the story. I was like, yo, I got to get out of here because, right. you know, that could happen. Yeah. And, and, right. you know, and you could get blamed for and it. And I could get blamed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She came out there to meet me and, you know, they just they, right. did whatever. You know, this the hood back then. It's right. the 80s. So right. they just did whatever. And I heard I heard about the story. And I was like, you know, I want to, I, I got I to gotta move right now because right. somebody could get hurt. Right. Yeah. No, you know, it true. definitely was, you know. It was, it was crazy at that did, point. Did you? What up, Drink Champs Army? Got a really dope company um, that's, you know, supporting Drink Champs. And I actually use this product myself. The company's called Charlotte's Web. It's a broad-spectrum hemp extract oil. Supports relief from everyday stress. Helps achieve a sense of calm and focus. Supports recovery from exercise-induced inflammation. Helps support sleep cycles. That's what I'm using it for. Definitely helps me for my sleep. Um, and you know, we have to say this, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And the reason why people trust this company, Charlotte's Web, is because they use no pesticides, herbicides, or fungicides are ever used. The whole plant extract is filtered five times for quality and consistency. There are 250,000 hemp plants are tended by hand. The company is driven by care. All products are free, like we said, of pesticides. More than just CBD, Charlotte's Web hemp extract supplements contain many of hemp's other naturally occurring phyto compounds, such as terpenes, flavonoids, and more phytocannabinoids that work together to heighten the positive effects of CBD. Charlotte's Web maintains high standards from seed to shelf, guaranteeing quality and consistency every bottle. Charlotte's Web can plant the exact plants needed for specific products to maintain product consistency. So it's good. Real good. Charlotte's Web ensures industry-leading quality by testing for microbials, residual solvents, heavy metals, and pesticides. On its company-operated and partner farms, seeds are planted and grown without pesticides and where the dry climate yields better hemp flowers capable of producing high-quality hemp with CBD. I'm telling you, these CBD oils really are helpful for a lot of things. Adding Charlotte's Web whole plant hemp extract to your routine can help maintain balance, focus, and overall wellness. You know, again, we, we just... We got to say it because it's just, again, it's a legal thing. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We don't want the man after us. Charlotte's Web Hemp Extract, either in oils or capsules, is a simple way to upgrade your day. Charlotte's Web is offering a unique offer to Drink Champs listeners. Go to cwhemp.com and enter code DRINK. 
at checkout to get 10% off your order. Don't forget to enter the code DRINK at checkout to get 10% off. Some exclusions apply though. See websites for details. Again, it's cwhemp.com and it entered the code DRINK, D-R-I-N-K, DRINK. Check it out, man. CBDOs can change your life. Did, did you always know Queensbridge was a special place? Because everybody likes to think your hood is like, uh, like you know, like you like to think your hood is the best hood in the world, right, but right. reality of it, everyone around the world thinks like that. Yeah. When you actually thought like that and you guys made the bridge, did you, did you actually was really knowing that Queensbridge is one of those most special places on earth? I kind of felt that it was something special because Queensbridge is set right across from Manhattan. It's damn so you can see the, you can see success over there. You can see the money. Yep. You can see the money. Mm-hmm. You know, so I inspiration. Yeah, my windows yeah. faced Manhattan. Wow. When I was a kid, they didn't face the hood. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends whose whose windows faced inside the hood didn't expect, Different mentality. They didn't think about going right. over there. Mm-hmm. I, I saw the lights in Manhattan. I want to mm-hmm. be over there. What's what's what the fuck's going on over there? Mm-hmm. I want to be over there. So mm-hmm. my That's whole crazy. thing as a kid was. Looking out the window because I lived on Vernon. Right. Looking straight over the park. Yep, the trees wasn't even right? that high yet. Yep, okay. So I'm seeing straight across past Roosevelt. Yep. I'm seeing the skyline and the bridge going on the side. Right. I want to be over there where the lights is at. Right. And, and that inspired me to run to them lights. Right. That's 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 crazy, man. Let's make some noise, sure. So so I want to I want dip, to dip dip back into the Roxanne movie a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. So um. When did you see? Did you have approval over anything uh, of for, this? for her movie? Yeah, yeah like, so she did her thing. That was her story. That was her story. Yeah, she, she, you know, she did her thing. That was that was yeah. strictly her story. I mean, you know, I'm glad she was able to tell her story because right. I didn't know it was that deep like that. Right. I didn't know, and, like, and I was dead. Like the other personal stuff you didn't know. Right. About. I, yeah, the personal right. stuff I didn't know it was that deep. Right. right. So I'm glad she got to tell her story. Right. Because, you know. You know, you survive abuce like that. That's that's right, you're yeah. not that strong person. Right. Yeah, I didn't and know then that keep neither. your face going, you yeah. know, with everybody else and everything yeah. is going on and people looking that's up true. to you in a way. So, you know, I gotta commend her for that. And she got right. to tell her story. Right. That opens the door for me to tell mine. Right. People right. don't want mine yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause this is one time she, I think she's on tour. She kinda trying to make you look bad. Was that did you, you can you um, wanna explain that? I, I, I think um um what was that? Um I th- I think uh she uh she was on tour and they said that the, and the promoters the promoter and, 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 and the manager stole the money yeah yeah and oh, she, it's in the movie it's, it's in the movie, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah um so I, I I mean she didn't make me look bad because I didn't steal the money right right the right the manager right. stole the money right <laughs> you know what, was it like out, that he, back then though I mean it was you know, you gotta think we was like in the early part of, of hip hop so nobody mm. knew what the hell we was doing yeah, right. everybody's like we was flying from the seat of our pants making uh, it, make it happen right. next thing you know she, she came to my house and recorded that freestyle one take joint like two three weeks later we were on private planes going to do shows Woo! Crazy. You get what I'm saying? Right. This is three shows in three different states so we need like a private situation to move around that day Woo! And it's like like three weeks later. Right. You get three what I'm weeks saying? later after recording the record. Right, right, right. God damn. So we didn't we didn't know what the hell we was That's doing. That's crazy. Right. It got real popular real quick. Because right. yeah. that that was like the like I don't want to say the beginning of hip hop, but that was like the the, the, the stages of hip hop actually finding success, 
like and, and actually starting to be on the radio because then from there that led to you going on the radio correct right. well, Mr. Magic, Mr. Magic. Well, actually I played Magic. her freestyle um, the, the Roxanne freestyle on Mr. Magic's WHBI show wow. back in the day at one time wow. and it was in, it was like a week before Christmas so right. it was just crazy that that the record company that grabbed the record they had records out by Christmas. They had records out in seven days, mm. all over the country. They was, it was, it, it was, was you know, it. it was, it was like everything just meshed up right. right. If you know what I mean, everything meshed up. They ran with the cassette we played from. I didn't even mix the record down. The master, I played it. <laughs> check this out. I played it on our show, and we recorded our show playing the record, and gave them that tape, and they made the records off that. So, recording of a recording is the wax. A recording. From the radio right. with the wax, yeah. That's why it goes, oh my goodness, because Magic was talking oh. shit over it on the radio. <laughs> and the record came out like that. And, and and they was they got it out in seven days and you know it, it you know it probably did it probably did really well because oh. it was all over the place. Rap was new, yeah. Roxanne, Roxanne was dope at the time, and then here comes the female. Right. You see how many other records came out after that trying right. to be Roxanne's whatever, yeah. whatever, right. but it was already too late. Right. If you know what I mean. That's right. when I realized that that I had something mm. because if anybody was following like that, I was right. like, "Ooh, I, I got to make more joints." Right? I, I, they following, right? So I got I got to move on this, and right. that's when I really discovered with the success of that. Mm. I was like, "Wow," you know. I started doing shows, you know. When you know we came out, we came out here. We came out to Miami. Mm-hmm. You know, we was all over the place with Shantae. Right. You know, we used to have the little 808 drum machine. And this is, you know, this is before, this is before um, Luke Skywalker was doing um, two, live two live crew. Yeah. This one, it was like he had the the DJs, mm-hmm. ghetto style, DJs. ghetto style DJs yeah. back in there. I mean, yeah. I used to, I, believe me, I was a. They was killing know, it. People collide, but the timeline don't. Nah, right? for sure. If you know, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I came out here with an 808. Yeah. And we had we put it on some bass speakers. They act was good. He used to have the ghetto style DJs. Killing used to have a crazy system. The sound system was insane. Right. Yeah. You, so you you yeah. know that they, they used to have like a warehouse, like a like a. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm lost like, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Luke Luke before like, he got famous. Yeah. They used to throw these parties, ghetto style DJs, mm. and it was like big supermarkets. Yep. But it was a club, and they had these big, huge sound system speakers as, as tall as you could see. So you know, one day I went out there with my 808. She used to do her freestyle, and you know. Time can't lie Timeline can't lie People do Mm. Straight up So I came out here With the 808 Put that shit on Boom Motherfuckers was like What the (laughs) fuck Everybody ran and looked Because he had the big system Hey I come with an 808 Next thing you know A few years later Miami got bass Right So you know I could have been the one That brought the bass to Miami Woo With the 808 With Shantae back in the day because everybody ran and looked and see what the hell I was doing. Right. Because they were just playing the records. They were, you came right. and played original records I, I, that played the 808. No, I, I brought the 808 drum machine. Oh, the drum machine. The actual and drum did it machine, right there. Plugged it into their system. Oh, my God. And she was doing a freestyle. And boom. Everybody's like, what the fuck is that? Oh, shit. So. Now, how did you meet Biz Markey? Biz. That's, he was another person that came out to Queensbridge to meet me. Okay. And so he hung out there for about a week. In Queensbridge? Yeah. He just was hanging out. He was on like 
you know, Biz, Biz was like, hey, where you, you, you ain't recorded him in Queen's Bridge, too? I, I did. Yeah. You did? Yes, What's the record? What's the record? Um, nobody Beats the Biz. Nobody Beats the Biz came yeah. out of the bridge, yeah. too? Yeah. God, get the fuck! Yeah. <laughs> Somebody gotta buy this apartment, my dude. Straight <laughs> <laughs> up, make it a museum. <laughs> Somebody gotta buy this you apartment. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, so he, he came in, he was like like that girl, but he came out to the Queens, he came out to Queensbridge, but he was a, a guy hanging out, so he hung out on 12th Street. Yo, where that Molly nigga at? Yo, <laughs> yo, he over here. Yeah, so he hanging with them for a few days, then he go on this block, where that Molly nigga? Yeah. He hanging with them, just staying on the block overnight, whatever. Yeah. Next thing you know, like about the fourth day or fifth day, somebody said, yo, what's a nigga in the hallway beatboxing? And I was like, yo, I don't want to have no beatbox ass nigga right now. <laughs> Buffy's out. <laughs> Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh yeah. Everybody, you know, like, ain't no room for that right now. But he's like, yo, but he nice. I was like, all right, let me go see him. As soon as that nigga went, ah, nigga, come to my house <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. And we made a quick demo the next, you know, that very next day, which was make the music. Now, 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 because Biz... Like I, I always say, I want to play Biz in a movie, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because he he brought comedy. Like that's yes. that's something that I like. Yeah. I admire about hip hop. I just always felt like hip hop was so serious. Like so, I, so all my videos are always like try to do some type of comedic thing. Mm -hmm. Did how did you know that about Biz? Like did you or did you even know that you knew that? I I, I recognized it when I saw him on stage mm. because he used to you know when he once he started working with Sean Taylor and they started doing little routines mm. and I started saying seeing. Mm. Yo, he kind of nice, but he he ain't rough like everybody else we fucking with. Right. G rap, you know, G rap will kill you with the lyrics right. back in them days. And even Shan was nice. Right. Shan was kind of nice back in the day, right. if you know what I mean. So when Biz came, Biz he had some fun. Right. He like saying he was always joking in the studio. So his rhymes we kind of never took serious because he's kind of joking right. and laughing and all that. And you know, so he started bringing the. The comedic side out of us. So, so but because because Kane wrote um, nobody beats the biz as well. Oh nah, no, nah. That was Biz Dolo. Um, wait for my movie, you'll see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Marty about to say, "Nigga, I wrote it." So you because I, I do have the original demo. Wow. The original that somebody original. else did. The verses. Hey, you'll wait for the movie, you'll see. Wow, wow, that's 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 ill. That's hip hop history right here. I'm gonna have to ask you to drink, Molly. But throw, throw it out there, my brother. You gotta have a drink with us, brother. Come on, come on. All right. Ooh. So what else, what else was recorded in the bridge before we move on? Uh, of course, of course, the bridge record was. Of course. You know that um, uh -huh. Molly Scratch was recorded in the bridge. Uh -huh. You know, of course, we know Eric B's president and my melody was made there. Um, Roxanne Shante, the early, my early, my early, oh, Take It Off by Spoonie G Ooh. was made there. Ooh. I made that there. Um, I, yeah, Take It Off by Spoonie G, and what else? So, so those are yeah my earlier records. How were you guys recording the vocals? I, I had a four track mm. with a with a with a bullshit mic with no. A no real ball. four track with the real. Yeah, four yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, my Marley Scratch was a four track cassette. Mm. Cause you know I was already sampling. I already knew how to sample, so I was beating people already. I could add a, a two track and still beat people. Right. <laughs> Cause I was sampling, taking breaks. Nobody knew what the fuck I was doing. Did you think you you started sampling? Um, for for hip hop breaks. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if I if I did or not, but I made that shit fall. Yes, you did. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you did. You know, because my brother and them, you know, the High Fidelity crew from Queensbridge, they used to play a lot of breaks before I was a DJ. So I had access to their shit because mm. my brother was one of the DJs. When he went to the service, mm. I had access to all the shit they was playing. Right. Mm. So you know, nobody beats the Biz beat was one of their records mm. that they used to rock as a break beat. Right. You get what I'm saying? Fly like an eagle. That's from that shit. You get what I'm saying? So I would take elements from my brother and them records, and you know, make me seem older because it was shit that they used to rock before I was I was able to get on. And what point does Juice Crew getting created in all this? Ooh. Now Juice Crew, you got to think. Sir Juice is Mr. Magic. A lot of people run up to me and say Mr. Magic Marley Mall, but they calling me Mr. Magic Marley Mall. That's two people. Uh-huh. A lot of people don't know Mr. Magic was the first. Rap, the first person to play rap, period, on the radio, on the radio and, yeah. and bring it and bring it mainstream too. I used to get his compilations that used to come out. Right, behind. right. Yeah. Mm. He used to be on late night, you know, playing the rap music, you know, when nobody was even caring about it. Mm. You know what I mean? So he was the first rap DJ when he went to BLS. That's when I got with him. Mm. I became the engineer all star, Molly Mall, with the mixing gloves that I never wore. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so um. How, how did you and Shan? Because Shan is from um, the bridge, yeah. too, obviously. Shan, um, Shan's actually from Brooklyn. What? Shan's from Leftford well, Street. You, you are killing my he's childhood from, right from, now. No, no, no. Dead ass. <laughs> what? Shan's, Shan's from Leftford's Lefford, Boulevard or Leftford's Avenue in, 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 in Brooklyn. But his mom's, his mom's father... Was was Gramps? Yo, you gonna you gonna a lot yeah. of people's childhood right now? No, no, no. But that okay. is though. His his grandfather lived in QB, oh. so he's the frequent. It after he started getting famous, he still started staying with his grandfather. Wow. But you know, his so first it, contracts that I got, it says Leffitts Leffitts Boulevard. Wow. So MC Shan is from Brooklyn this whole goddamn time. Oh, he bugging. Oh my God. I tell you, this may be your most important yo, show. Yo, I'm gonna be honest, bro. I'm gonna be honest. I've never hip hop history. I would have never thought that. I would have never thought you would have said that just no, now, this, man. This, this the head bust. But big up, big up, big up, Shaq. You gotta have him on. He did, he did rap. Yeah. He did rap for the hood. Right. You know, he, you know, he, he, he got our story told. Yeah. So how, how does that happen? Because hmm. this is this is a legendary record. This is the this is the whenever you Queensbridge, they are gonna play this record. Right. You know what I'm saying? The bridge. The bridge. The bridge. The bridge. Yeah. You got you got. They're telling a story about Nas. They tell a story about Mob Deep. That's the first record they're gonna go to. So, how does this come about? Do you know you're gonna make the anthem for your hood for thirty fucking years? Now, come? now check this out. It wasn't supposed to be a record. Like I said, nothing I made was supposed to be a record. That was something for you to play. That was supposed to be intermission music for Queensbridge Day in the park that I could play in between the bands. What? So that was like. That was like a Queensbridge intermission record for us only. Mm. So I played it in the park, and I, I believe that year somebody got killed in wow. the park too. God bless. God rest the dead. I guess yeah. little Jose from 10th Street. Right. He got he got he got hit. But um, that's what it was. It was intermission music. Okay. For in between, because the bands was hot. We wasn't mm. nothing. Right. The bands was the shit. So the, the record comes out. So what happens after the record is made? Do you? That's what I'm saying. You, do, are you and Shan looking at each other like we got the anthem for the hood? No, he's saying it's just the intermission. It's just the intermission. It's just the intermission. So and so, it, we made it two years before the public heard it. Okay. It was already floating around the hood, heavy. Mm-hmm. My nephew leaked it out, 
Frito right. leaked it out to, to the hood, right. and then um, like everybody had the tape. I was like, damn. And then you know, Lawrence and them was doing Beat Biter. Right. You know, that's when Sham was going at LL, yeah. and Lawrence was like, yo, put that on. You know, he's from Philly. Put that John, put that John on the B side. I'm like, nah, man, that ain't no record. That's some shit we made in the house for Queensbridge Day. What you talking about? Nah, put it on the B side. I was like, yeah, fuck it, let's let it go. It's already leaked out in the hood. Next thing you know, me and Shan start doing crazy shows. Uh-huh. And you can, you know, you know, you know the reaction. You get a hot joint. Next thing you know, you, your show appeal start going up, and, and right. that's why I knew that worked. Mm-hmm. My, we started getting crazy shows. So, then you, what do you, what, what comes out after this? Um, uh, the bridge is over or the South Bronx? South Bronx came out. Yeah. South Bronx came out because okay. magic. See, Karis one of them was at Power Play while we was. I was recording Power Play in Queens. Yeah, they, and that's where they made Bridges Over. They made in the home, yes, man. They did. Molly, man. <laughs> yes, they did. Stop Molly. They made that shit in Power Play up there. Yo, Karis, I think they talk about in the Bridges Over. Yeah, 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 you made did. the Bridges Over. They, they ten made blocks but, away. They but, made, but let me explain. Let me explain this now. We was in the studio doing Bite This. Okay, we don't know. We, we, we uh, talking about South Bronx. We talking about the uh, bridges over right now. We talking about South Bronx. Talking about South, South Bronx came out. We talking about yeah. we, we, we the evolution of the situation. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, break, yeah, it, down completely. break it down. Completely. Break it down. Yeah. Now we're gonna take a drink, though, Marley. Come on. We in Power Play Studio. Take a drink, man. We in Power Play Studio, right? Making a song. Wait, you in Power Play Studio? Okay. I'm in the I'm in the A room. Yes. BDP's in the B room. They was they was but but. So check it out. Because they wasn't even known nothing yet. Yeah. They just in there making demos, right. just putting their money up, going in the lab, getting it together. Right. Now we we in the studio. You know, Scott LaRock comes in the room. Yo, Mr. Magic, pleased to meet you. Thank you. You know, blah blah blah. Could you please come in our room and listen to our shit and tell us what you think? So you know, in my Magic, like, I'll be in there later. Ma- Mr. Magic was very unruly. Right. He was he was real mean to motherfuckers, right. you know. Yeah, God bless his, you know. God bless his. God bless. So, but you know, he was he was one of them dudes that, that if he, he knew he was like a gatekeeper. You, yeah, if he yeah. didn't like you, he'd tell you, mm-hmm. yo, man, what the fuck is wrong with your haircut, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> he was like that type of nigga. Okay, okay, okay. Pick up By the way, he did say that to King. That's why. Oh, shit. That's why the hair went up. And you oh, see the, shit. the high top. Oh, but shit. Okay. now. Now, Mr. Magic said, yo, Marley. Now, this is, you know, I'm just Magic's engineer DJ. How old are you at that time? Gotta be about, could be about 17, 18 okay. or some shit. Right. I'm, I'm mad, mad skinny because I ain't make money yet. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Right. So I'm like anorexic. He's like, yo, come with me, man, in the room and listen to these niggas shit. Right. I was like, all right, bet, let's go. So now we go in the room. They put on some song. They all going, they jumping all crazy around the room. Mr. Maz is looking around. He just goes over to the volume knob and turn that shit down. Boom. Now, you know how it is in the studio when it just gets silent. Right. He looked there and he said, yo, that shit is bullshit. <laughs> to to KRS one? Yeah. And, and the, Scott To around, all those oh. motherfuckers, the whole crew, it was like a whole room full of motherfuckers. It was just me and Magic. Right. And they, they could have just started squaring off mm-hmm. if it was real like mm-hmm. that, but it, I guess it wasn't because that was a square off moment. Right, right. You, you disrespectful. Right. Yeah, it was. It was real disrespectful. Yeah. Yo, that's bullshit. Right. I mean, turn. He said, "Yo, you want real hip hop? MC Shan, Roxanne Shante, Marley Mar, Mr. Magic. Man, get, get the fuck out of here. He just walked out the room on these niggas." In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass. Every shot, 
and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. What did you think of the record, though? It wasn't. It wasn't what they. It, it didn't. It didn't have the energy of what we made them come out with. 
Mm. It wasn't South Bronx. Okay. If you mm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nothing like the album. They so they, you, they regrouped they shit. So they didn't, they didn't play South Bronx. That wasn't the record. Nah. Oh, okay. Okay. Nah. They they played did, some did other shit. Did that record shit. ever come out? Did they I, play? I don't know. So I, you guys ignited that shit. So Mr. Magic right. is Mr. from Mr. Magic ignited. Mr. Magic is from. Brooklyn. I thought Ms. Magic was from the no, Bronx. He's from Brooklyn, but he moved to the Bronx. Okay, okay, okay. But okay. um, and then after that, that put that you know that put yeah, fuel fine, in that yeah, shit. Yeah. Now, oh, he dissed us like that. So everybody he said in their face, he they put on the record. Mm. Roxanne Shante is good for a bit. Oh, MC Shan, Marley Mar, Mr. You know what I'm saying? Everybody who he's put in their face, they dissed. They might have made that record that night. They could have got the fuel at night to make it. <laughs> niggas got the bridge out, man. Fuck that, South Bronx. So, and then, you know, that could have fueled that. But next thing I know, I hear South Bronx. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, to be honest, I was like, yo, niggas ain't gonna believe these niggas, man. Fuck them niggas. That's, right. that's how I felt about it at first. Right. I'm like, man, nobody gonna believe them niggas, man. Because, you know, number one, we ain't say that. Mm-hmm. I ain't think people was that dumb, kind of, to believe that shit. To believe what? That, that, that. He said that we said hip hop started in Queensbridge, but we right. didn't say that shit. Right. So I'm like, we didn't even say that. I'm like, people smarter than that, they ain't gonna believe that dumb shit because we never said that. Who gonna believe this dude? Next thing you know, that shit became a hit. I'm like, that made me think that, damn, that niggas is like kind of slow. <laughs> Especially at that time. That made me really think that. I was like, yo, yeah. But you know, it's, it's all good because you know we need the teacher in hip hop. Right. It was history, and I'm glad we made history. Absolutely. But in the beginning, I was like, I ain't think nobody was gonna believe that shit because right. we never said that. Right. And so, so Shan's like, yo, let's let's go back in the lab and let's go make um, kill that, kill that noise. noise. You know, which I believe should have been like a, a three verse record. Mm. Or maybe two verses, because the first two verses are in the track is the track was kind of dope. Then they came back with the bridge is over, mm. which you know, which is crazy, it, it, which was, <laughs> was crazy. And so that day we rushed out of the studio when Magic dissed them. I leave my drum reel, my 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 magical drum reel that made Eric Grease president, that made nobody beat the biz, I don't that know made where you going with this Molly shit. You say they took that? I don't know where you're going with this Molly. They, they take the box, the, the drum. <gasps> they take the drum reel, and that's the drums on Bridges Over, kid. <laughs> Pitched up one number on the SP-12. <laughs> They took my drum sound. He was your ammunition against you. Yeah, yeah. That's why that shit is so funny. He's like, it's knocking. That's why he just like it. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's why. Oh, they collide and say, yo, we took it from Eric B's president. That's my shit. That's why it sounds so motherfucking funky. Wow. Wow. I don't think Karen's one told us that part. No, I don't think so neither. This is going to be the most important show for y'all. I'm going to tell y'all some more. I think he's not. You gotta leak the book on drink right now. I think he left that part out. So, so uh, the bridge is over. Actually, comes out. You, you, you said you don't believe this, but what was what was like the biggest backlash for that? Like, was it a moment where you where you felt uncomfortable? Like, because I was serious. I wasn't fucking with them. Shan okay. when did tours with them and made commercials and all that. But, I was not. But later, later, yeah. not during but, that time period. That was a little after. Cause remember they had a Sprite commercial. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. asked me to be in a Sprite commercial. I was like, Nah, I ain't fucking with that, man. Y'all go get that. Y'all go do that. Cause you know, I was like, I wasn't fucking with them. 
I, for, for years and years, I ain't, I ain't fuck with all that. I was like, I, didn't, I, went, I went and started producing G-Rap. Right. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Right. I was G-Rap and Kane. I just went to the next, mm. next, next level and shit. But you know, I never, I never wanted to make money with it. I was like, right. man, go ahead with it. There, I, I don't want to be no commercials, right. none of that bullshit. Was, but was it a time where you, you, you like felt shaky because, you know, like when a person's they, they, so, like most of the time when you have good battles, like real good battles, mm-hmm. they'll say that once a person uh, leave, the other guy's finished. Like, was it ever a time you felt like that because of that record or no? Nah, I felt that. I had more in the bag. Yeah, because you was you yeah. producing. Yeah, you, you, I was you like, I, I had more in the bag. Was right. I, you know, I was already working with G Rap already. He right. was like on the low. Mm. We we probably had a demo already. Right. If you know right. what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I was already on on you know, and then Kane was hanging around. Right. You know what I'm saying. So right. I was like on on the next phase already. Mm. So I let let that one let that one go to where it was going. How are you now with Karras? Oh, we made that album when it was the big, yeah. biggest selling album. We made Hip Hop Lives. Yeah. It's one of the biggest sellers. Mm-hmm. That's one of his biggest sellers. You know, that was years after because I only did that because I read his, I read his bio. Uh-huh. Because for years, I didn't. You know, I forgot about these niggas in the studio that day that Magic did. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Right, right. He used to diss the main people. It was like this so so regular. Mm-hmm. I don't remember him dissing these niggas at Power Play. But right. one day I read his bio and it said it in his bio, Mr. Magic, this does at Power Play, and I was like, I remember that day. <laughs> That's them niggas. So I, for, for years, all of years, I didn't know why they were so mad at us. Right, right. I was like, it why these niggas mad at us, man? We killing shit out here. Right. Yo, we changing the game. What, you, what the fuck y'all mad at? Makes sense. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I never fucked with them. Right. What the fuck y'all mad at? We, we, we slaying the game. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I never understood. So once I saw that years later, mm-hmm. oh, that was them dudes. Mm-hmm. Now it all makes sense. Right. I saw Chris one day. I was like, yo, Chris, I didn't know y'all was them niggas that time in the studio. Right. And we, me and him started laughing about right. it. Right. I said, yo, man, we should do something. And then we right. fucked around and, you know, and did that album. Mm. But that's how that all happened. But, mm. you know, I wasn't fucking with the, none of that shit back in the day. I took right. it very serious. Right. I took that shit Vernon, Vernon Boulevard serious. Right. Now, now, was it a rumor that Just Ice came to Queensbridge one day? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Anybody could come to Queensbridge. Yeah, yeah, come of course. out in the morning yeah. time, 10 a.m. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. Niggas still yeah, 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 yeah. I'm out here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, we'll be in the, you know, nobody gonna go start no shit in the No, because I always thought that the beef was like respected. Like, I always thought, like, 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 Cher knew what it was and KRS knew what it was, so they, like you said, they was. I think that's how. Um, it ended up. That's how it ended up. But uh, because they started doing shows together, right. they started doing the commercials yeah. and but, doing and, a lot of stuff. But in the beginning, it was none of that. Um, nah, and I wasn't fucking with it. I, right. I, I never fucked with it at all. Right. I never. You think you think it would've, you would have like it would have been violence if you would have like oh, walked into yeah. the Queensbridge niggas with me. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, of course, I know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, it's, gl- it's crazy. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we got over. I just think that. we we brushing over Juice Crew like like no no that, no, no, no we going back. Like, y'all not like the like the Marvel comics of, of hip hop. Mm. I think Juice Crew was like like uh like like the epitome of like what the firm was supposed to be and mm. like these other like certain things is supposed to be. Uh, but the Juice Crew was the first. It inspired. It was, it was all definitely that. a the blue, crew a blueprint. The, 
It was mm-hmm. a blueprint for what, what was next to come. Even Cold Chillin' was a blueprint for like Bad Boy yeah. and Cash Money yeah, Records. Right. Like, yeah. and, and I didn't own Cold Chillin'. I was a staff what? producer. I, I wasn't the owner of Cold Chillin'. Holy moly. I was, I was a staff producer. I always took you on Cold Chillin'. Nah, nah, nah. I, I do. I, I, nah, made a lot of money over there. Let me tell you, what I, what my, first, my first job with Cold Chillin', I was a staff producer. So they, they would have, I would pop up with the artists and go in the studio. My, I was making 65000 a year the first, first year. Right. Then when we got with Warner Bros, started making two hundred thousand dollars a year. But I still living in Queensbridge, making two two hundred thousand dollars a year. Wow! And my rent was like one hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> I had to get the, I had to get the fuck out. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. I had to get the fuck out of it, man. I fucking paid the rent for like twenty years and shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you started working uh, after Shan, after Shantae. Mm-hmm. Is that when Big Daddy Kane comes in the picture? Um, nah, G-Rap. G-Rap comes Cool G-Rap. Um, now, G-Rap know. is from Corona. Corona, Corona. Corona yeah. DJ and slash Left Rack. He did a Left yeah. Rack a little while. No doubt, no I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. In my building, I think, I believe. Work with they used Polo. to call him Abdul, right? Yeah, Abdul. Okay. See, Polo used to go to school with me. I used okay. to go to them wild ass schools because I never, when I was in school, they kicked me out of every school, period, because mm. I was, you know, robbing everybody. Mm. You would never think that, but right. I was the nigga robbing niggas, you know. Go, I, was, I was so nice, I could go in the closet <laughs> in, in school and go up in the vent and mm. come down to another classroom and go through their pockets. Oh, wow. I was nice with it. <laughs> Spider Man shit. Spider Man from Queensbridge shit. You know what I'm saying? I told you it's a Marvel shit popping up. So from that, they kicked me out of, out of like regular schools in like fifth grade. Mm. So I had to go to like 600 schools. Mm. It was like junior jail type shit. Yeah, no 600. Yeah, I went yeah. to Ridgewood. I went to school. We got my cart to get I went to PS4. There's nobody alive from that school right God bless. God bless. Alive, damn there, mm-hmm. but um, you know, and I went there, and you know, and I met Polo. Polo mm-hmm. was in my class, mm-hmm. so you know, after I got famous, me and Polo stayed cool, and I was like, yo, man, make a group or something, man, do something, man, get a rapper, right. and I told him get a rapper, I, you know, I rock, I rock with you and shit, and, and he had this new dude named Frosty Freeze. Mm-hmm. First, that was his first rapper. They made a record called Polo, Polo, whatever. And then, you know, it was whatever. He went to jail. He's still in jail to this day. I don't wow. know what the fuck he did. Wow. But, but then he got G-Rap, Abdul. Mm. Abdul was, you know, then that's when the whole, my whole production started changing because G-Rap. Mm. Now, G-Rap is on some different shit. Mm. That's when I started, you know, sampling up the, it's a demo shit, the mm, funky drummer demo. shit before everybody. Because you know he, he was on that gangster shit right. early. I mean, real early. 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 Before I ever, ever heard it right. anywhere else, I, I was always hearing G rap telling little gangster stories and street stories and shit. Right. You know, so that's why you know yeah, I was fucking with him. Real. And then he is. A- and then then we moved moved up. And then we started you know biz. Then we started doing um you know um Kane Kane. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, what cane was this? Is this Who Flat Top Rules in 89 cane? Or is this... You know, who's Afro knocked on my operator? door talking about he's... Talking about he's business writer and I ain't believe him, Kane. <laughs> Time out. You went too fast, man. Right. Uh, when he first knocked on my door with an Afro, he didn't have the high top fade yet. Okay. So he, you... So it was Queensbridge still? No, nah, no, nah, that's when I moved to Astoria. Okay, okay, when okay. He started coming oh, you around. moved up, you moved to the store, you just moved right down the block. <laughs> 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 I moved to Astoria. I moved to Astoria. Yo, Bob, I'm gonna tell you a funny story. 
When I got when I first got some money, I moved right to Corona from left rack. I did no the same exact no thing. That's why this year is hilarious to me. And I thought I was away. Oh, you had a townhouse? Oh, I didn't have a townhouse. <laughs> my shit looked like a townhouse. It was just still a regular apartment. But <laughs> no. my so, you moved to Astoria. Yeah. And then, go ahead. Now, now, now business late. Some, some Afro-looking stick-up nigga knocking on my door talking about, yo, I write for biz. Wow. I'm like, you know the burner right here? Right. <laughs> I got the door halfway open and uh, shit. Uh. I'm like, if you write for him, tell me something that didn't come out yet. And he told me one of the rounds. I was like, oh, open the door, uh, come in and shit. Yeah, I write, I write for Biz, and he's late. I had this for him for today. Uh, so we sitting there. He's like, yo, you know, I, I want to see how I sound on tape. Because he wasn't trying to be, I mean, like, he just he, wanted to be a writer? He was a, he was a rapper already. He was dope, but he wasn't really... Flexing to us that he was a rapper right. because their whole thing was let Biz get on first, mm. and, oh, they, they and, he, and he's gonna open the door for everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he was, he, you know, he just wasn't doing protocol. And was, he's like, that's, yo, that's you know, honorable shit. Yeah, the, yeah, you, you know, very the, but, but he, well, he's in the room, in the room, and he's like, yo, you know, I always want to see our sound on on this joint. He said, you know, I'll take you there, and I whipped it up real quick. And we made that was his first the first recording I ever made with him while we was wait, waiting for Biz. Mm. We made I take you there his first his first record. Wow! And you know and I went to the record company, like yo, Biz's writer is the shit. <laughs> he need to come out. They was like nah man, he's the writer. They was they Whoa. was trying to front. Damn. Oh, backseat Kane. Yeah, they was Whoa. trying to front at first. Like so you know what I would do with Kane is just record shit around everybody. Just come to the studio when so and so don't show up. Yo, Kane, come to the lab, blah blah. So we started doing his album, kind of behind the scenes. Mm. But the first, the record company, they 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 fronted on Kane. They saying, no, that's business writer. Oh. He ain't no rapper. But they ain't hear him. I did. I was like, no, that nigga nice. That mm. nigga, that nigga nice enough to come back later and change the motherfucking game. So, so, so you, but he, he's not, so he's coming up. Right. You're talking about. Right. So, what was the With an afro. With an afro. Yeah. Not even. Right. And you told him, you said Magic told him. Magic was like, yo, you ain't getting on stage representing for us with your hair like that. <laughs> <laughs> Word up. Magic was on some shit, kid. He said, yo, you ain't getting on stage representing the Juice Crew with your shit like that. <laughs> and then I think that's when that high top fade popped back with the high top fade. Uh. <laughs> Uh, so you got to see Kane go from like come up well, yeah, no doubt. to to because at one point Kane was like like Jay Z like of of now at the time. Oh, yeah, how, yeah. How, how did you how did how did that feel like getting to see that process? Um, it was really good because at that point that's when Kane changed rap after Raw. Yeah, rap was uh, never the same again. Yeah, it was never the Meaning, same. Break again. that down for us. You know because. Before Raw, before I made that record Raw with Big Daddy Kane, everybody was whopping. Mm. It was the cadence. It was Right. Yeah. I can't, you know, mm-hmm. and all them records was WAP records. Mm. You couldn't WAP to, to Raw. That was that shit that made uh. your face go, who the fuck is that? Right, After me. that, for, for two years straight, Raw had to be the last record played. In the club. In the club at wow. the end of the night because you can't play nothing after. It was so dope. Wow. People had to catch up to that. Wow. 
You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when Rakim first came to my house, you know, Rakim, you know, I saw an interview where he said, oh, Marley tried to change my style. I didn't try to change the style. I was trying to bring him to where, where it was going because mm-hmm. eventually he went there anyway. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? The first record was my melody. Mm-hmm. Then Eric B's present, we took it a little faster. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But my, my, my initial idea when I first heard Rakim was the speed because, because Kane was doing 130-something already. You, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? Kane was already speeding. BPM? Yeah. BPM, okay. yeah. yeah. He was already speeding. He was already mm-hmm. rhyming off of fast beats. Mm-hmm. So, and then later on in, in Rakim's career, I, I let the rhythm hit him, so-and-so, so-and-so. Everything's fast. Right. Because Kane, mm-hmm. Kane made, Kane changed the game with Raw. Mm-hmm. That was it. Nobody couldn't make Watt records no more. Mm. It was it was already Public Enemy came out speeding. LL was speeding. Everybody was speeding mm. because Kane took the tempo up. Mm. Kane made motherfuckers want to quit. I know. <laughs> I know motherfuckers come to me that, that 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 niggas love saying yo. When I first heard motherfucking Kane, I was I was going to quit because <laughs> that nigga was nice. He changed the motherfucking game, right. and he was smooth with it. Mm. Then once the bitches started liking him, it was a wrap. It was over. Right, you know what I'm saying? It was over. And then he he did the Madonna and the, and the yeah, he, they, he went pop. He moved out to L. A. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, we gotta excuse that. But, you know, nah, we talked about he, it all yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. He moved out to L. A. But you know, sometimes you know, like like we was pioneering shit. We know what he's getting into. Right, right. But you know, he you know he got he got Hollywood. He, he did the Hollywood. Hollywood thing. Definitely Do you ever look at this new generation and be disgusted? No, I look at it as evolution, bro. Mm. I can't. I evolution in a good way or evolution in. Was we evolution in a good way? Word. You get what I'm saying? I get it. The people who don't like what the young kids is doing, you too old. Word. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when I fell in love with what I was doing, I was about 18 years old. Mm-hmm. So whoever's 18 years old probably fall in love with what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And that's their shit. Mm-hmm. Niggas in their 40s and 50s, man, shut mm-hmm. the fuck up, man. Let these niggas do what they do. <laughs> Let these niggas do what they do, man. Because we're not. Yeah, y'all yo, 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 to be honest, to be straight honest, I'm sure when I came out with some with sampling, niggas right. was like, that ain't music. What the right. fuck is he doing? Right. Every, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody's like, man, fuck that. That ain't music. The musicians right. was mad at me. Right. I'm sampling. Fuck mm. you musician niggas now mm. I got a button to press Right But what exactly. They was probably saying The same shit about us Exactly You know right. what I'm saying So it's, it, I just call it evolution man Let these little niggas Do what they do man Right If they want to mumble Mumble on niggas Right Fuck that Do that right. shit If that's what they want to hear Go ahead mm. Shit I told niggas around the way Yo if you ain't mumbling Niggas ain't trying to even hear you kind of. <laughs> <laughs> They can't hear you But they ain't even trying to hear you You know what I'm saying You better get your mumble on That's what I be telling you <laughs> <laughs> Marley tell them to get their mumble That's news right there That's all Get your mumble on nigga Bum motherfuckers getting paid out here Riding in private jets Yeah that's very true Shit oh, Come on Why they mumbling Now, now Come on bro now, Marley how the hell Did you miss Nas how you didn't sign Nas? I, you know what? The, the funny shit about Nas with me with Queensbridge, I never knew Nas rhymed. He never came to me. He would always stand on the side and watch. So you saying like that shit in um, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Roxanne movie was like, because remember he rhymed for her? He was fucking, I mean, he was fucking with her like that because right. Shantae was a street girl, so right. she knew everybody all over the hood. Of course. But, but Nas never stepped to me because I had Cormega. Mm. Mm. 
playing. Cormega had sex, drugs, bitches, and money song out in the hood. Yeah, I, yo, listen. Um, I I heard of Cormega first. Like right. he was, the, he was the first like um guy I heard from Queensbridge, like underground. Of course, like uh, prior. But that's, that's why that's why Nas probably never stepped to me because I already had Mega. Right. Mega was fucking with me, but right. he kept going to jail. <laughs> Mega. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say, damn, Nas, you got no, a whole no, other no, life for no, you know about. No, no, no. Yeah, Mega, Mega kept yeah. going to jail. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you know, that. Even, even, you know, even with Percy Tragedy back right. in the day. You know, he used to live on my block. He went to he went to um he went to jail when I did in control, so you know, I made sure he came home with the money. Right. You get what I'm saying? Wow. So, right. you know, all right, boom, but you know, him and Mega kept going to jail. Mm. So I couldn't really get it how it needed to be because they would come home, make some hot shit, next thing you know, they gone for a minute. Mm. I'm like, damn, what, what the fuck are we supposed to be doing while you're gone for a minute? Right. You know what I'm saying? Mega, Mega had sex, drugs, bitches, and money. That was some song he made in Queensbridge before anybody was on that shit. Wow. Now, but he went to jail. Mm. Yo, man, I'm going away. We in the studio. Yo, I'm going away next week. Yo, I'm like, you're going to, where you going? I'm going to jail. I got to do like three, three points up. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I gotta do like three, 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 maybe four or five, whatever. I'm like, oh, oh come on, bro. So that's why, you know, with Nas, Nas never really stepped in me because that street shit he was on, I already, I already had those dudes, right. the certified cats from the hood. Right. Uh, you know, I already had Mega, and and you know, the second verse on Live Motivator, right. that's the blueprint of Queensbridge. Mm. Go, you know, anybody that's hearing my voice, go listen to the second verse of Live Motivator. And that's the blueprint mm. of, of of what was yet to come. Right. You ever you ever regretted you not stepping to Nas? Nah, nah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. nah. Because I, I understood what it was when they came to get Nas. What do you mean? Like you know when the industry came to get Nas, I understood okay. what it was. You understood? Yeah, I understood. They needed him. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? They needed a representative from Queensbridge, the place I made hot. Right. Even with Mob, the Mob. Right. I understood what it was all about. Right. They needed part of that, right. you know what I'm saying, right. and that was the next generation of it. So you know, I, by by that point, by I think by the time Nas came, I was already probably working with LL. Mm. So I was there was something different going on in my life. Okay, the loudest nigga in the room. The yeah. fucking, Where's all that noise? Uh, we got a ball, ball. God damn it. So um, damn. So you, you never, I, I, I would have thought I would have thought that would be something you was you would have said. You wish he was a part of. Like, I mean, not, not I mean, I wish I, would, I wish I would have produced one of the records on the first album. Yeah. Illmatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you know me, uh, I do old albums. Right, right. That's hard. You get what I'm saying? That's hard. And and the first Bob D premiere was the one that that executive produced that one, right? The Hit Him uh, on the Back Project. Oh, the yeah, the earliest. The first, 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 oh, first, first one. one before. I don't know who executive produced that. Yeah, no, it's premiere. Premiere yeah. was the, involved in that project. Okay. Yeah. And and um, how about that? What what, what mob? Ma, I mean, I understood what it was with, um, with Chris Lighty and them, God right. rest the dead. Right. I understood that they God needed right. a piece of that, Queensbridge. Right. The Queensbridge yeah. was, was bubbling at that right. point. Right. They, you know, they needed in. So right. I, I get it completely. I already know what it is. The spot right. was hot. Right. The spot was hot, baby. Right. Nah, I, nah, it's <laughs> interesting because me being from Left Right and me hearing like you and Trash having turmoil, right? Mm-hmm. And then me... Being a part of, we had a record called LA LA, and he, he was it was the first person he, he thought of was you, and I was like it was weird because I always thought that I had like some, some type of thing, and he came to you, and it was it was actually like dope to see it was dope to see grown men. And it, boy, it was dope to even do that project, man. Right? Did you know? Right. 
Did you ever think that if, if tragedy never met me, yeah. if we would be sitting here right now? Yeah, just, this, is, this is exactly wow. what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Trash put me on. You put trash on. So in a way, if you was not, if you don't exist, I might not be here. We might not be sitting here. We you, might not be sitting here. You put him on as intelligent hoodlum at that point. Uh, he, yeah. was, he was the super kid. Before intelligent. Yeah, hoodlum. he was the super kid. Well, I didn't know this story. The super kid. Woke up one morning, turned your radio on. Couldn't see your brothers and your brother was gone. The tragedy won't happen to me. Yeah, he's saying the tragedy. Yeah, that's how he got his name from that record. Wow. People start calling him tragedy because of that record. And he just ran with it. Yo, I'm rocking with that. I'm tragedy. So, so that's how you used to make records back then? You used to make it and throw it out? Um, just make them. Wow. And, and I used to be like the radio, radio DJ for Magic. So, you know, I was able to... Use it as a promo first, mm-hmm. and then watch it go. Mm-hmm. So, how did you link up with Trash? How did you even meet him? He's, he's from the block. Okay, it's like with Craig G. Craig G's from my building. Craig G. Craig G. From my building in Queensbridge. Mm-hmm. Tragedy was the little little dude that lived on the block on the first floor. They used to jump out the window and go to the park jams. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, we all grew up on the same block, so we, we all knew each other. I knew his moms, wow. step pops. It's wow. like you know, everybody's off the same block. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it started getting warm and they started rhyming. I was like, yo, let's let's go make something. You know, and and the funny shit, contracts was fucked up back then. We did a lot of shit and just got paid that one time. But that's part of what it was, if you you understand. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, Master Ace, how did you... I was about to say that, because that's Brooklyn, right? Master Ace won USA. USA skating rink contest. Ooh. What was that? That's in Jackson Heights. Yeah, the okay. skating rink okay. in Jackson Heights. Mm-hmm. He won. The, he won the skating rink contest to go in the studio with me. Mm. So we made one record, but he was nice. I was like, uh. you know, he was real nice. He was too nice to be where he was at. If you ask me, I, I, mm. I feel bad for mm. his situation with with Cole Chilling because he was too nice and they didn't know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because they was the time Cole Chilling is. The stars is Kane. Right. It's G Rap. Right, right. Is Shantae on Coach? Shantae, yeah, Shantae was okay. there. And Shan Kane, was there. Oh, Shan is on Coach yeah, yeah, as well. They all, the whole juice crew is there. Damn. But girl. see, he came after everybody was popping and they couldn't really see what he was bringing. It was but, later when he right. had Master Ace Incorporated. Right. That was Delicious Vinyl? Yeah. That's when it really popped right. off. Right, that's when he popped yeah. off. I, I, I always felt Ace that nah, he had something special. Crazy, yeah. But it was just too crowded up there at that minute. Mm. A lot of tur- turmoil was going on. Mm. A lot of that bullshit was going on. Now, was you working with LL before Trackmasters or, or after Trackmasters? It's before. It's before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They tried to they tried to relight that fire when they put him with with them, thinking right. that they could do what I do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they was just using all my samples back anyway. All right. We we sampling you back. Yeah. 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 Wow. You know, that's why I'm glad I got publishing because the Jay Z and Maya joint they made put my daughter through school. So that's- <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, thank you, Trap Masters. Right, right. Jennifer appreciates that. Right. <laughs> um, uh, do, when when the person does sample you, mm-hmm. is it is it is it honor or like how do you feel? How you feel about that? But first, they better make a hit because we trying to make money if you sample me. Right. Don't sample me on no flops. Right. But you know, um, a lot of people don't know that 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 song, Theraflu. Can a young nigga get money anymore? Uh-huh. Kanye. Uh huh. Kanye saved my life. People don't know. Oh, wow. Oh no, I never heard. People of this. don't know. Um, Theraflu. Yeah. You know, 
can a young nigga yeah. get money? But remember, LL said that on the record too? Yes. So we owned a lot of that record, the mm. Kanye record. Mm. And it came at a time when shit was a little funky for me. Mm. And it really changed my life. I got to like thank you, Kanye, because wow. you kind of changed my life and don't know. Wow. But when you made that record, That's dope. it made so much motherfucking money wow. that it was a life changer. Mm. If you dope. know what I mean. And and I just I wanted to thank him for that. He know he probably don't know, but right. you know I should you know we have our ups and, and yeah, our downs in course. life. So you know it was on it was on a down downward spiral. And one day I got a call. Hey, we want you to clear Theraflu. You're a writer on it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, Kanye's gonna do it on Soul Train tomorrow. And you you need to approve it. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I never got nothing to do with that song. And I listened to it And I didn't catch it And I looked on the ASCAP And saw me as a writer Damn for you to not catch it I, I, I didn't catch that shit And that <laughs> shit was popping For like two summers <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> And I was hearing that shit For two straight summers uh, Bopping to it and everything uh, Not uh, knowing uh, But yo By the time you know By the time everything tallied up And everything came around And, and the publishing popped It was It was life changing Were you uh, ever on the other side Of that issue About sampling? Um Yeah I got sued um, for Around the Way Girl, impeached the president on Around the Way Girl. And the asshole that sued me gave me the record. But he went back and bought the rights to it after I sampled it and put it on all these hits and then sued me. Oh. You get no pub. I ain't even gonna say your name. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but cool. That, it, Dayla was the one that caught, like, that's when that whole sampling thing started, right? Biz Marquee. Biz Marquee was the first fucked up sampling case. Oh, yeah. That 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 somebody won for sampling. It was Gilbert O'Sullivan, Alone Again Naturally, and he used it on um, on his record and got sued. And that's when all the lawyers re- realized you could sue for sampling. Yeah, you could make money off of it. a whole other business. Then everybody started yeah. coming out suing everybody. But Biz Marquis, that you know, after I stopped producing everybody for Cold Chilling, they started trying to replicate what I was doing for them. Mm. But they, you know, sampling. When I used to sample, it used to be kick, snares, hi hat, and I'm making my own beats, right. making my own you shit out looping. of it. You were looping. I wasn't looping like half of the records and right. shit like that, and acting like I produce something. You were just taking sounds, taking sounds and manipulating the sounds right. and making my own patterns and putting stuff over it. That's how I, I, I started sampling. Maybe I'm the fr- I'm, to be honest. Maybe I'm the first person to chop up a beat. Mm. To make yeah. it unrecognizable. To make it nah, to make my own soup out of it. I could take a kick of snare and put my own pattern out right. of it. Right. You know, like like Eric B is president, like nobody beats the biz. And those are that's impeach the president. But I have right. I'm making my own beat out of that sound. Right. So I am the first to do that. Right. I and impeach the president, that's the tragedy record or that's arrest the president's tragedy um, record. Arrest the president was um Tragedy record later on. What kind of flack did y'all receive back then? Um, like, cause if a nigga make a arrest the president right now, well, niggas <laughs> is making fake fuck Donald Trump songs of left and right, right? I, yeah, I, I, but that, back right? then, yeah. But back I then, this was, he, had, he, he had a few visits. Yeah, yeah from yeah, Secret yeah, Service. He, yeah, he, had, he probably had a few visits. Wow. Him personally, you gotta ask him. Oh, he's Reagan era. He told me a story or two about he had a visit or two. Oh. And, and this is when hip hop, because now remember we had fucked the police from right. NWA. Right. So now he's saying arrest the fucking so president. Late 80s. Right. And you produced this, correct? No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> and 80, so, 89. Yeah. What, so what, the backlash. So you 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 didn't, you didn't get nothing. No. Oh, okay. 
All right, cool. Well, well God bless it. Listen, you make sure, yeah, yeah. Some scary moments right now. How you, because we living in a scary time right now. Oh, Real crazy. God. Real crazy. What, yeah, what, what, is, what, what is the craziest thing that you saw that said, man, I'm, I got to fall back. This is, this, we, we out of line. The, the, the craziest thing I've seen is how, and you know, is how certain entities and people want to keep our people stupid. Mm. If you know what I mean, mm. so that's like the, blackballing that's the, type of stuff. No, no, no. They want to keep you know, like kind of like keep it where you don't have to be intelligent to make a lot oh, of money. Mm. Keep us, you know, make people have to stoop down mm. to go back and, and revert. To, what do, to, what, to get what do you on. think about streaming? Streaming is the shit. Is it's the new? It's the new. You know, yeah. it's the new money maker now. Yeah. As opposed to you, you know, buying my record and or buying my property now you can stream it now I can still make money mm. the more streams you make the more money you make you don't have to actually download my album right, just right, keep listening right, to right. it and it can spread like yeah. it's viral it goes right, viral right. Streaming, yeah. streaming was good they had to do that they had to get a hold of this digital it was out of control first right when CDs first came, they started getting digital and MP3s and, and the Napster and shit. Napster, yeah, Napster. They, yeah, they were saying CDs was like the like the most expensive shit. No, and ever. the labels were disrespectful with CDs the yeah. way they were overcharging for what it was costing them. Right. right. But when digital came out, that was that's when everything started. They had to learn how to control that. Now streaming is the way to control it because if you're streaming it from a site, that's generating money now. Right. Ad- advertised revenue yeah. for them that they yeah, got to pay course. out as royalties. Of course, kind of. Of course. Yeah. you're looking at these artists right now. They don't care about sales. Oh, right. they don't care. They, no, they yeah. get money off streams, right? And that's what it turned into. The industry had to figure out how to make money off of digital because they was losing in the beginning. Yeah, that's real talk. So now your on catalog, does that? Yeah, all your catalog. You, you do you get like stream? Um, some of the stuff. Um, the the later successful stuff, yeah. Uh-huh. Because a lot of my earlier stuff was just what it is. It's right. just so digital wasn't even in, even right. in the contract. Yeah, and yeah digital. Yeah. You know, to be honest, digital was never in nobody contract. In nobody contract. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. the thing as digital. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't nobody. Yeah. And, you know, it was all physical. I was wondering when the artist was, was going to sue. Days. Right. <laughs> I was wondering when the industry message when the industry was going to sue for for digital rights because as artists we never signed for this. Yeah. Y'all just took it there. Right. I heard Chuck D sued uh, Universal and won. See? Well, Chuck D was killing it with internet radio early on. Mm-hmm. He was always ahead of the curve. Right. Yeah, but everybody signed contracts and didn't sign for streaming, and didn't sign for digital. It right. wasn't in our contract. They just took it. And yeah, and, and made that concept and want to pay you what they want to pay you. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They just want to give you what they want to give you. Mm. It's probably not what we deserve because sales probably was more. Mm. We probably get like 3.2 percent of a penny. Penny, yeah. Every yeah. stream. When we was getting twelve percent of nothing before, all right. You, you, you get what I'm saying? That's so we dope. could be getting less, but it's just what it is. I was wondering when the artist was going to step up to that. Yeah, no, that's real. We got, we got, we got to do that. Not a symphony. Yeah. Woo, man. I, 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 I need to fall back and just tell me how the hell this happened. Ah, uh, you know, on my album cover, you see us at the um. The, the the jet the lead jet I thought that was up Teterboro early um, was, was no you doubt. the first dude at Clearport no doubt God no damn doubt. it let's make some noise <laughs> <laughs> hey, we broke 
the motherfucking Clairport Inn. You woke the Clairport Inn. That's real shit. That's the first time they saw niggas in the Clairport Inn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So take that again. All right. Yeah, you got me hyped, nigga. You got me hyped. You got me hyped, ball. Now, now, that, that day came, you know, before that day, Kane and G-Rap made a freestyle off of Raw where they was going back to back and they oh, went boy. all the way out. It was, it was like something some I played on the radio like a few times where everybody was getting excited about you got it. This, you got this in the archives too? Yes, I do. I okay, do. All right, I do. We could we drink chance. Right, we want to play <laughs> now, So what happened, after we made that, um, that photo shoot in front of the airplane and Learjet and all that, and so Kane was like, yo, let's go make a record. And I was like, bet, let's, let's recreate that thing y'all did off Raw. But everybody was with us. So we, we went back to, we went to um, Astoria. That was made in Astoria, the symphony. Oh my God. It was made in Astoria project. And not Astoria project, in Astoria apartment. Apartment. And um, so when we get there, Master Ace was there because he was on the album. Mm. Um, Sham, Sham was like, yo, I'll meet y'all there. And this is the cold chilling like, album, right? Yeah, the, my, my In Control album. Uh-huh. We in the Learjet, we mm-hmm. in the back of it. Yep. So now we go and make that record. Mm. Now nobody wants to rhyme first. So let me, I said, let me put Master Ace on there just to fill up the space because he wasn't even going to be on the record. Because the person at the end at that time was the hottest. Right. Was the hottest. Right. So, so nobody wanted to go that first. That's so probably why Master- I said, I don't care who's first or, or who's right. Because you're sitting there talking about, I don't want to be first. No, I don't want to be first. I don't want Nigga, I don't care who's first or who last. Y'all niggas oh. rock this at the drop of the Listen closely. That's So Midi in the past was trying to do what I did. That was a keeper. Everybody heard his rhyme. was like, "Oh shit, this this new nigga, this new nigga." <laughs> oh, he's the new guy. He's the new nigga. Mm. Nobody didn't want to be on the record with that nigga. Mm. That's probably why Shan didn't show up. Right. Oh, <laughs> Shan was supposed to be there. Shan was Shan was going to come to that. He was going to be on that record. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he got on. He killed it. Everybody's mm. looking at him like, "Oh shit." Everybody got heavy in the pan. It got quiet. Mm. See G rap over there. See motherfucking Kane over there. And then then Craig G did his part, which was hot. And then all of a sudden, they looking at you. All right, who's gonna go? Who's gonna go? They don't. They, they arguing about who's gonna go first. G rap. So your man G rap gets on and raps all the way to the end of the beat. <laughs> he don't give Kane no space. Uh, <laughs> uh. Kane got no, but what happened? I had to cut G Rap's part down <laughs> and, and, and give Kane some space. What did Kane say right there when G Rap just went? What he, he must have slaved. He was looking at each other like they had. They always had like a, a ill inside competition going on, and I loved it. I felt like all three of them, like G Rap, Kane, and Rock Kim. Yeah, I felt like no doubt it was always a secret. Let me explain something to you about the yeah. whole creation of Eric B and Rock Kim. Okay. I was introduced to Eric by Polo. So, Damn, so that Polo's means, got to connect, man. That's what I'm trying to say, the corona. Right. So, so what it was, Eric B was hanging around with Polo mm. with us first, mm. right? So he saw Polo get with G-Rap and make a group. He's so, like, nigga, I can do this shit too. Wait, wait, so G-Rap came before Kane? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Rock him? Rock him? Yeah. I always thought Rakim nah, and nah, then G-Rap. Nah. Damn. And nah. no talk of ever Rakim being a part of Juice Crew? No. Because... Because that's all I can think about when you t- nah, keep talking about all you, this. You know what's crazy? When I, when I um, when we first made my melody in, in Eric B's President, I think the Eric B's President Day, I gave them like demo mixes. Right. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to mix this next week, so just make a copy of, of what y'all got. 
And that was the record. It's all sloppy, shit was all loud, but it was the shit. Oh, that's the shit. It's, the it's shit. like vocals going up and riding vocals live. Right. And, you know, shit's all loud coming out of nowhere at the end of the records and shit. But that was the record. And that's what people loved. Yeah. And but I'm telling you, I don't think if 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 Eric B wasn't hanging around Polo, he probably wouldn't have got the idea to do a group. Mm. Because he saw Polo do it so easily with us. He's like, yo, fuck that. Everybody coming up here getting becoming stars. I could I could make a rapper come up here too. Yo, could could we get the studio tomorrow? I got so-and-so coming. And that's how it kinda happened. He was hanging around Polo first. Alright. Polo kinda like popped it for him. When you first seen Rakim, did you did you think he he was gonna be because Rakim changed I heard you say Kane changed rap earlier. Mm-hmm. Rakim changed rap too, because he gave Yeah, he definitely he, he definitely um, he, he he had a, 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 a dope tone. When I first heard his tone I knew it was off the motherfucking chain. Mm. And I had a bullshit mic and he still was dope. Mm. So I already knew this this motherfucker nice right here. It's something something different about his wordplay. I always knew he had wordplay. Right. If you know what I mean. Right. He always had wordplay. And as soon as I heard it from the top, oh, this cat got wordplay. It wasn't that he didn't right curse, here. right? And he didn't curse, too. And it was hard motherfucker. Right. I, I de- never really peeped he didn't curse. Yeah, he, yeah, he never didn't, really cursed. Didn't curse. Word? Yeah, yeah, and you wouldn't think that. Yeah. I never, I never, never cursed like that. none of it. Word. That's real talk. <laughs> My child is really fucked up right now. I'm thinking about well, everything. He, 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 yeah, he was just dope. Yeah, he, he had wordplay. He oh, definitely had wordplay and, and flow. You, when you heard Nas, did he remind you of Rakim? First time you heard Nas? Because that's what everybody say, you know. The, the first time I heard Nas, I think it was It Ain't Hard to Tell. Mm. And I was that was like, the first time? Yeah. I you think. didn't hear that? I, I heard him on um, the barbecue first. Oh, live yeah, the barbecue. Live yeah, the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when everybody's like, yo, the kid from, from, the, from the 40 side. And Back right. to the Grill again wasn't before... I don't think I, I, I maybe I didn't pay attention to it like that. Oh, Marley getting too much money at that time. he was I, out there killing. I, them, yeah, bro. I could have could have missed that one. But yeah. by the time the barbecue came out, okay. that's when that was like, oh, I went yeah. to jail for snuffing Jesus. When I was twelve, I went yeah. to hell for snuffing yeah, Jesus. Go. I went to hell for snuffing Jesus. When when I heard him say that shit. I was like, ooh, this nigga. Purple assassin, nice. my architect. Yeah, I was so proud when of I was twelve, I went to help for something. I was so Jesus. fucking proud of him. I was like, God, this is how you fucking bounce back, my niggas. Right. Okay, I was right. so proud of the motherfucking hood. Right. I was like, go ahead, man. Right. That shit was so dope. Yeah. Word. You gotta be proud, man. Yeah. You gotta be proud. Uh uh this these new kids from from Queensbridge right now, um, Jay Rose. Mm. So I'll just look out for him and shit. Uh, I, I like his little movement that he got going okay. on. Big up to my people from Left Rack Block Gang. But um, so, what is your favorite era in, in, in music? My favorite era. It has to be like, like, like the Eric B's President era, like eighty. I would say eighty six to eighty nine or eighty eighty six to eighty eight. Mm. Was something. It was like something special. It was, it was like mm. special albums came out at that time. Mm. It just shifted. Yeah, it was definitely a mm. shift in hip hop. It, it was. Sure. It was a shift. Right. It was more sample heavy because I done taught everybody how to make records. Right. <laughs> lyrically, it changed. Yeah, yeah. lyrically, everybody got better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You had people digging, digging for shit. That, you know, yo, you use that. I'm gonna use this. You get what I'm saying? It, 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 that was such a great time right there. It probably never be like that ever again. Mm. For the music, it, that was such a pinnacle point of everything we love, and it won't go away. 
Mm-hmm. You know how much I'm working right now around the world, DJing, just playing that shit? Right. Playing and, and No, but talking about that era, what did you guys think about what was going on on the West Coast at that exact same time? Um, With Eazy-E and NWA and all of them coming out. I remember the first time I ever heard a motherfucking NWA record. Ice-T was already out, too. And I think it was the first compilation they put when they all were standing, standing in behind it. It was like a NWA album. They all were standing behind some warehouse With the shit. Feel of Fresh crew with yeah. DLC in there. Everybody, Everybody, yeah. Prince was in it. Yeah. Everybody. That was like a... What was yeah. that? That's that was Australian that, I mean, they ended up putting that out afterwards. It was like a NWA in the family or something like that. Right. Yeah, NWA in the, the posse. posse. Yeah. yeah, I remember right. when I first heard shit off of there, Craig G put me up on it. Craig G was like, now I'm a, I'm a guy that make records. Mm. I'm on the radio. Right. I'm already making hit records. Right. And we're not cursing this shit. But when I heard these niggas, right. motherfuck this, motherfucker, I was like, this is some crazy shit right here. Right. I, I knew because every every other rapper was it was too clean. Right. Them motherfuckers was like, man, fuck y'all, fuck everything, fuck this, fuck right. that, fuck your mother, fuck your father. Now, did Ice T come before them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ice T had already. Ice T was yeah, already. Yeah, Ice came out. Yeah. yeah, Ice T was out, but. I, I, he wasn't as raw as them at that time. Okay. I mean, he was doing his thing. I, I think what caught me with them was their beats. Mm. I wasn't into the earlier Ice T stuff because of the music wasn't. Right. It wasn't kind of like where we was at, kind of. It was right. like on the West Coast vibe. So I, I kind of, kind of missed it a little. Right. So it was Dre's production. But, but Dre's production, yeah, he was looping his drums beats. was crazy. Yeah, he was looping beats and right. chopping shit and. Had band motherfuckers playing guitar and shit. Right. I was like, God damn. Right. These motherfuckers are saying something. Right. It was the shit to me. Right. I, I was stuck. I was like, yo, when I first heard they shit, I was like, man, these motherfuckers is doing doing it. And I realized, I realized how regional rap was gonna be at that point because we could have cared less what they was talking about. But out there, they cared less right. what they was talking about. They could have cared less about what the fuck we was talking about. Cause they had their own language, and that's what I seen happen to rap. I go to different countries, you know. It's fucking people rapping in every fucking every language, language yeah. possible. Yeah. Right, right now. Right. Yep. You get what I'm saying? I go. It's always some open up MC or DJ for me. Whenever I go to any country or whatever, they rapping in their language, and I'm seeing a progression all over the world. It's in every part of yeah. the, every part of the world. Yeah. Every corner. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I would have never thought it would be like that sitting in my Queensbridge apartment. Making shit, I, would n- I never thought it would be like that. Right. That's crazy. Nah, it's a fucking beautiful thing, man. Hip hop saved a fucking lot of lives. God yeah. damn it, make some motherfucking. Hip hop saves lives. Hip hop saves lives. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. So, <clears throat> how did you link back up with LL? Like, LL, because you wasn't with him in the beginning, right? In the beginning, we was, was like arch rivals before, bro. We was going at each other. We made, we made beat by them. Remember, that's why he said trying to take LL. Yeah, because uh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. we got mad because, you know, the, the, the Rock the Bells remix sound like Molly Scratch. Mm. So right. we was, you know, we young, right. didn't give a fuck, going like, yo, man, fuck that, fuck right. them, fuck mm. that. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, later on, you know, L, L from Queens. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yo, the, the funny shit about L right. with me is is my aunt, my, my, my father's sister right. raised his wife. Right. Like, my father's sister was um, Simone's um, mom's when she was alive, her best friend, wow. and, some, and Simone's mom passed. And my my aunt was like, "Yo, to my best friend, I'm gonna take care of you. I'm gonna ba ba ba." And I wow. never knew that. Wow. And, and later on in life, me and LL kind of found that out. That's why we got kind of tight. Because right. we was talking about. He said, "Yo, you know Aunt Peggy, blah blah." I said, "Yo, I got an Aunt Peggy." Seven degrees uh, of separation. Yeah, I got Aunt Peggy too. Man. It's, it's crazy. Sure. It was crazy because right. he said something about Aunt Peggy one day, and I was like, "Shit, I got an Aunt Peggy." Sure. I, mean, I was joking, but jokingly, it's the same same person. Everybody called her. Crazy. And wow. and you know, and you know, she used to she she used to work with his family, even as the kids was growing up. And right. you know, we ne- we never knew that. Wow. That that we was that close. Wow, that's ill. Yeah, that's that was that's my my father's sister. Mm. You know, she lived in Jamaica. Mm. I lived in Queensbridge. Right. I didn't you know I didn't know that that's what she was doing. But it was it's weird. So. Yeah, after that, then musically we got together. It was insane. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know, we, we just went out to, to, to change. Did the whole, whole album you yeah, did together? Which one was it? The whole album. Mm. The whole album. Yeah, every, every, every record. Which, which album was this? Mama, Mama Says I Grew Out. And that was going at um, Kumo D, no? Uh, I think To the Break of Dawn was actually going at Kumo D, Ice T, and Hammer. 
Hammer. Everybody was going to Hammer yeah, at that time. Went to Hammer. Poor Hammer. I feel yeah. bad from now. Yeah, I know. Looking back at that time. Yeah, everybody was going at him, but a lot of people was mad at him because he made a lot of paper. Yeah. So you know, that's a good thing. And it wasn't considered real hip hop. But you, you know, yeah. it's that was the beginning of of, of that that should have let everybody see what records they should be making because that's where it went anyway. Every everybody went pop. That's where yeah. hip hop is at right now. Yeah. Exactly what Hammer was doing is what mumble right. rap is right now. Right. <laughs> Damn. Right, right, right. <laughs> He's right, though. I don't know quite mumble rap. No, no, but you know, it's, right. Right. You know, it's right. in the same place. Right. I go, I go to, yo, I, saw, I went to a Future concert before. Right. I was like saying to myself, 20 years ago, this would have been a rock concert. Yeah. Uh, the same people in the audience, the same people on somebody's shoulders, the same blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm seeing everybody out there. I'm like, 20 years ago, this would have been a rock concert. So I see how rap took that spot. Right. So yeah. that's how Hammond shit was back in the day. Right. His shit was a rock concert. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, before they was doing it. Right. right. You know, he had hundreds of people on stage right. dancing. It was like a big production. That's that's a rock concert. Right. killing it. You know, and that's what these, you know, you know I went to Future Show. For right. well, an hour and a half, motherfuckers was losing their mind. Right. Straight to every record. Right. He's just doing half of verses and the crowd doing the rest. Right. But yo, that was one of the most intense times I ever seen. I'm a fan. Right. I gotta that's get real. it. I got yeah, that's why I can't hate. Yeah. Can't hate these young kids, man. Right. But as a producer, you think you could contribute to that or would you stick to no, whatever I, you think? I, I, your I wouldn't reinvent my wheel. You wouldn't? I, I wouldn't. Okay, okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. And I feel like there's room now. It is. For everybody to be in their own life. If anything, I would I would do more EDM ish, something EDM ish. Really? Yeah, something like that. Right. As opposed to you know, trap. I didn't I would, expect that. Yeah, I would do EDM. Yo, dude, before I started making hip-hop, I was making electronic music anyway. Right. That's why I had the edge over everybody because I was already tech-savvy. I was working with Arthur Baker, dude. Come on, man. Yeah. They was making AEIOU, Planet Rock, all these electronic beats, and, and you know, AEIOU is a sample. I was, a, I was an intern watching these dudes. So what I did is I saw what they was doing with these vocals and putting vocal samples. I'm like, yo, I could put hip-hop in that shit. I could put my favorite snare and play it to a beat. Boop. While nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Mm. Wow. And that's why I was able to add the edge on everybody because I worked at Unique Studios and they was ahead of every fucking body. Unique Studios in Manhattan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they was ahead of every uh, motherfucking body. Yeah. I like technology wise. Yeah. 40, 47th Street? Yeah, 47th Street, 7th yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That was, I was an intern. That's where I started out. That's wow. why I sampled my first. That's why I discovered sampling. Wow. At Unique. At Unique Studios. At Unique. Because wow. I was doing something else and the that's, snare that's was. That's why in Tragedy there. brought us there for the right. War Report album. Yeah. Right. So I was, I was playing, I was sampling something else and the snare went in there and I started playing the snare with the B. I said, yo, turn that. that Bullshit snare down. I started playing my shit, and I started thinking. I was like, "Oh shit! I could take any kick, any snare from any hot record I got home that I, that's proven already, right. and make beats." Uh, nobody was thinking about that shit. Uh, All the favorite break beats that everybody would go crazy to, and "Piece of President" was the hottest record for any DJ to play for years. Uh, Yo, put that shit on a record. Every record that I ever sampled those drums with was a hit. Every record that I ever used that was a hit. Because your brain likes it already. Mm. It's, it's a science. It's like the, the music that's out. Why do you think every beat sounds the same? Because your brain yeah. likes it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. It's the same drums. 
Mm. Even the vocals, the the melodies. Because your brain likes it already. It's like, you know, it's almost like a a chef. If he knows what you like, he could add those ingredients to everything he cooks for you and you're going to fucking love everything he does. Mm. It's the same shit. Damn, that's ill. Yeah, it's a science. That's ill. That's ill. That's ill. Let's go make some noise for that, for sure. Yeah, right. One of the most important shows, yo. Now, now, Mark, like <laughs> me, right? Uh, I got a friend. His name is Scott Storch, right? Scott Storch at one time was one of the hottest producers. I seen him literally be outside with a cheese line outside his door. Mm-hmm. You at one point were the only motherfucker. You had, if you wanted a hit record, you had to see Mark. I imagine. Your cheese lines was crazy as well. No doubt, no doubt. This You'd is be surprised cool. some of the people that came to my house, bro. Mm. Back in them days, you'd be so surprised, bro. Mm. Let's, let's let's get some stories. You know, it was it was crazy. Um, to this day, you still like work in your house. Like you got your own studio. Yeah, in your I got, crib, I got a lab at the crib. Yeah, yeah. I got, you, I got that worked for you your whole life. Why 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 change it? Yeah, you know, it was a point where I could have bought a big multi-million dollar mansion or an SSL. Right. I want to get I want to get the SSL, SSL. console instead. Right. You know Do you have I mean? that in the crib? Not no more. Oh. Yeah. I, that, but that was probably one of the first people to get with an SSL in their mm. career. Right. Because I felt it was gonna make money back. Yeah, you know, mm. I'm into me. I ain't buying no gold chains and no mm. stupid mm. rings. And for people that don't know, that's the shit. big mixing boards. The yeah. big he, studio he mixing yeah, board. Yeah, like, yeah. like power play happened in the big one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I was always into buying equipment. Because right. I knew it was it was like it's like drug money. Mm-hmm. I got I got to re up. Right. What I'm gonna do to get better money? I got to right. get better equipment. Right. I got to get the best shit on the block. Right. So instead of buying frivolous stuff, I would. No, but, but how much stuff. in demand demand you were? Like I remember, like I, I swear to God, I was young and I remember it. Like I knew if you had a hit record, you need it had to be produced by Marley Mar. No doubt. Like how crazy was it? If um, it was insane. I mean, I was right. doing mixes for Prince, Shaka Khan. They was coming, they was coming at me Woo. all over. Um, one time, they even wanted me to produce the Beastie Boys. Wow, that yeah. would have been. That you didn't do been anything crazy. with that. That would have been crazy, but. I, I was kind of like I, I kind of like wanted to save the culture for what it was. Mm-hmm. I never thought that. I mean, I dug them, but I didn't think that they was what I was doing. Mm. If you know what I mean. Mm. You know, I had rough, rough ass niggas on the beats. Right. And we wasn't joking. Right. So you know, but it probably would have been different. I, I, I think it would have been dope. Right. I, I would have gave my high beat. I think it would have right. been. They would have did what they did. I, now I see it. But back then, back then I didn't I, see yeah, it. I, got I didn't it. see it. I was trying to, you know, keep keep rap hard and keep it true to what it was. Because it seemed like they were that. clowning hip hop right, to right. at one point. Yeah, I right. get that's it. So why, I understand. That's why, yeah. yeah. But you know, they did their thing. God, you know, God yeah. rested the one that passed. Yeah. But you know, they did their thing. But I believe that I, I didn't I didn't produce them because I thought they was clowning what we was doing. Kind of. Right. I didn't I didn't see that that to. to it w- that that would be the suburbs way in, right. if you know what I mean. I didn't I didn't catch that. You you is is, is anything you ever reg- you regret? I regret not producing Michael Jackson. 
You had the opportunity? No, I regret not producing. Oh, not there. Oh, yeah, okay. that's, that's what I regret not producing. Okay. That scared Jackson. me you had the opportunity. Yeah, I'm about to say, or, 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 yeah, you set us up bad. I regret that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I set us up bad. That. All of our hearts all, just skipped. All, all, all my favorite group, Guy. Uh, Ooh, uh, guy, 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 guy was my oh, favorite group oh. back in the day. I don't know why. Guy was one of my favorite groups. But you, you got a chance to work with them, and you, and you, and you did. Um, no, I wish, I wish I would have. I heard Derek tell, tell a story. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, God, it's, only right. Yeah, we, we, we want to talk about the story with um, the the phrasing of New Jack Swing. Mm. You know, a lot of people think that Teddy Riley kind of invented New Jack Swing, but me and Heavy D was making records. And he was always talking about his new. Now he's always talking about his swing beats. I could see my that. swing beats, my swing beats, my swing beats. That's before Teddy Riley even got got with Uptown, right? If you know what I mean. So he's talking about his swing beats. So somebody put New Jack on the beginning of the swing beats, and now they they, they formed a whole new way of making music. But it's the formula me and Heavy D started. Wow. So wow. up, you know, I was already at Uptown earlier in the mm. game. Mm. Making swing beats for Heavy D. See, people collide, but the timeline doesn't lie on records. Go mm. back to the early Heavy D records with me before Uptown was New Jack Swing. He's talking about his swing beats that I produced. But what specifically mm. makes something New Jack Swing? Um, it's just it was it was a it was a, a timing. It's like one, two, one, two, one, two, okay. one, two, one, two. That's New Jack Swing. Regular was one, two. One, two, New Jack. That's like crackhead music, basically. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, dead ass. You gotta think. Crackheads used to dance good to New Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth. Yo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, but even look, it's in the eighties. Right. I was about to say that. I was to say how. how how much did <laughs> cocaine crack affect? Because that was that was that's when it invented. Right, right, right. Like all the records about crack and all that is about that era. Right, so right. How, how much was that affected you? Like, lucky like, for me. Uh-huh. I mean, lucky for me. I mean, I thank God for this day. One day I tried crack. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Oh. Wait, what? It thank didn't, God it, for that. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> you know, everybody was getting high, and we was all in, in the place. Like, yo, check it out. So the glass maybe had air in it, so air came in instead of crack. And right. I was like, oh man, that shit is whack, but I ain't fucking with it. Y'all do that. Right. Give me the weed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was back in that back that time. So God saved my life by, by making the air come through, not the because I see too many people that the air didn't come through right. and they're not the same. How many people you see get high before oh. Mark? <laughs> I mean, you just on, throw man. it out there. I seen superstar artists get high. Mm. I want to fucking Don't worry, no one listens yeah. to us, Molly. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I, I, just, I no Rick, one listens to us. It's only one James. crackhead. I want the Rick James. Rick James. That's how my demand was. Rick James wanted me to do something with him. So oh, I went that's to his house up in there. And he, I'm like, okay, I'm up at Rick James' house. I'm not gonna lie, I might have got high with Rick James, my nigga. I might have fucked up. You wouldn't have smoked any crack. You wouldn't have smoked any crack. I'll tell you what time I was I might have said, fuck it. Yeah, what time? Today, I gotta do it. Let me tell you what happened. What time was it with Mr. P Funk himself? George Clinton? George Clinton. Wow. Okay. He's like, yeah, we going to pray. He does everything. And I'm, now, one day I was like... <laughs> Wait, pray? He said, we going to pray. You okay, I don't know what us? that means. It sounds you come scary. come pray with us? Let's go in the room and pray. And they talking about praying. They, you know, they was doing their thing. 
and I was tempted. I was like, damn, this is like this will go down in my. It's like a bucket list. I took a hit with this motherfucker. Right, like you're gonna do it with anybody. Right, do it. I took a fucking hit with him. You know, it would have been a bucket list. I didn't do it, but I was really thinking about it. What was he dropping acid? No, they was they was you know doing whatever they do. PCP or something. Whatever they do. I was tempted to do it with just so I could say in my mind. George I got hired with George motherfucking Clinton. Mm. Not Bill. Right. George. <laughs> George. That's all. That was, that was a, you know, I was tempted, but it didn't happen. Right. Because that was that was a, that was a, like an ill time. Like, yeah. Like they like like that was like the first like like drug epidemic era. Like you got to see you got to see hip hop go from happy to then you you start to hear these records. Maybe that was one of the reasons I had to leave the hood too. Because mm. it became like. Like at night, it was like night night living bass heads, night and living right. dead. Because like now we used to crackheads, but this is the original crackheads. Yo, it's the, the Reagan era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, yeah the drug war when, the, when the block block was dark and you see people just walking like zombies. Because I'm yeah. forty, that's, that's I'll be forty one this year, and I remember cocaine was like a, a classic drug. Mm-hmm. And then crack actually, at first, was like the cool it was shit. A cheap way to right. get and coke into the hood. It was a cheap way to yeah. get, and then. Like so, you, you, what, you, you remember like the, the cocaine era as opposed to the crack era? Yes, I do. Like you, you, cause you know, because you know, cocaine niggas over there, they over there right now. You got one over there. Cocaine niggas, cocaine has. Carlito, cousin, my cousin Carlito, Boris from Kindle. He is down. He said, Nah, he is down with cocaine. Listen, he have been. We've been trying to tell you for years. Boris is down. I'm just throwing it out there. Basically, I'm, I'm sorry. In, in the cocaine era, in the cocaine. I, I remember because in the cocaine era, I wasn't really famous yet. Okay. I was still playing in, in Smitty's After Hours Club. Where's Smitty's at? Oh, okay. In Queensbridge. It used to be After Hours, mm. the number spot man on... Um, it's not Chico in the pub? No, 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 the, no, pub. Pub. the pub was down the street. Okay, He's cool. up to block the competition. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. But, um, I, you know, in, in, the, in the cocaine era, mm. I used to be like a, a DJ in clubs. Mm. And then once I started getting famous, then the, the, the climate started changing a little. Mm. Crack started coming out, then the wools. They started Ooh. smoking woolies and Ooh. shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and, and and the baddest chick on, the, on your block that never gave you no ass was giving out ass for nothing. Mm. That's when that changed the What's game. What's a wooly? That's like a dirty. That's a dirty. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. a dirty. You yeah. want to describe to the people what a dirty is? Cocaine. He's smoking the cocaine. You gotta talk to the people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the has could tell us better. Oh. <laughs> 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 has don't smoke dirty. He just sniffs. Come on, you gotta explain to the people. I mean, as far as I know, it's just, it's just smoking. It's smoking powder. Oh, that's powder. Yeah, yeah smoking powder. With weed. Wolves, with powder. dirty weed. Wolves in New York. With brown weed and powder in Miami. Okay, That's right. what smoking a dirty Yeah, that's what okay, dirty okay, is. Okay, okay. But yeah. in, in New York, a wool was weed and crack. And crack. Crack and weed oh. made my eyes bleed. Yeah. See, Miami, we didn't go that's, that far. That's what he yeah. said. That's what Ghostface said. Wait, Ward said it. That's what Ghostface said. Wait, wait, wait. said it. The crack and weed made my eyes bleed. That's what he was talking about, the wools. Because there was a whole era of that. It was a whole era. Mm. And you know, it was rampant. You know, to be honest, when I was seeing everybody get high, I had to get away from that. Mm. I, that's why I moved upstate. Mm. That's why I moved to where I moved. Mm-hmm. Because, I recorded with you up there. Yeah, yeah, too. no okay. doubt. You, yeah. came, up, you yep. came up to the spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Um, that's why I moved. I went to get away from everybody getting high. Mm. It was like too much for me. Wow. Motherfuckers thought they could just come to my house. Wow. And, and, and you know, it's, I had the studio just, just show up and think you're gonna come in there and start getting high. I'm so like, let me just describe. Let me describe this. They just because this is glass pipes, correct? Because this has got to be looking crazy. At first, like smoking crap. Yeah, I no, mean, I'm talking that, about free basing and shit. I'm talking about hitting first. Okay. And then when, once crack came in, it got a little, got a little crazy. Why? Motherfuckers just thought they could just, you know, it was like. It was like recreational. Mm. <laughs> At one point, this episode went really dark. We have the sun in this bitch. Seriously though, so we still was making hits and still came through. Bring out the sun in this bitch. <laughs> right, what's the hit that was made on crack? On crack or cocaine or whatever that was around. <laughs> we need to know. Drink chance we love cocaine stories. <laughs> Just say no drugs, kids. I, I, I could tell you, one of the artists came to my house, mm-hmm. sniffed so much coke, uh-huh. I found him in the bathroom, uh-huh. sprawled the fuck out. Oh, shit. He went to the hospital and got an operation, and I just leave it at that. So no record was made. I'll leave it at that. Uh-huh. And it's one of your favorite artists. Oh, my God. I just leave it at that. I don't know why the, I think Wait I for know. the movie. Wait for my goddamn movie. <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> wait for my goddamn movie. <laughs> And the, that you know that famous freestyle is Kane, Jay Z, think Pac's in it. Were you there? I'm not, nah. That where Brooklyn at freestyle? That shit was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Mr. C actually, he recorded that. That's his record. That's his recording. Right. He was recording. He recorded that live. Right. He recorded it live and threw on the beat for them. And you know, that's another history making moment, right there. You know, who would, who would think that Mr. C would even discover Biggie? Facts. If you know what I mean, that's like a, that's part of the tree too. Part of your tree, of course. So, yeah, of course. You know, and you know, Biggie was incredible. Biggie was one of the dopest, dopest rappers that could cling on a beat better than anybody. I mean, I do magic with other artists to make them be on a beat. And nice. Biggie shot you out. Of course, of course. And I, I didn't know what that meant when he first did it. I didn't know that thirty years later it would still mean something. What that was gonna mean yeah. to you what it would mean because that put me into a whole nother generation and the record just keeps playing anyway it plays every day somewhere and you know people may not have known about my production or what I'd done for hip hop or who I brought out or who I discovered or nothing they just know Biggie mentioned my name on the record that they keep hearing so I didn't know the significance of that I kind of slept on it at first oh he's oh shit he said my name that's cool blah 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 but where he says it yeah. Molly Mall. Classic. It's kind of like Jappy Jap on the bridge. Jappy Jap. Zinny. You know what I'm saying? It's like at a pinnacle point. Yeah. And I didn't know the significance of, of Biggie shouting me out on that record and how important it would be to me. What, what and I didn't really realize the tree, that, that, that the connection through Mr. C, right. Big Kane. Daddy Kane, yeah. Juice Crew, Biggie. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's almost like that. If, if I didn't meet. If I didn't meet Mr. Seek, would there be a biggie? Because mm. mm. Mr. C put Kane, Kane put Big. Jeez, he was Kane's DJ. Yeah. Right. So then, and then, then that right. led to, to, right. to right. Big. 
that gave him clout. Mm. So, you know, would there have been one? We don't know. I mean, there's possibly a lot of people you don't know that got inspired off of everything you did that you may not know. That I'm they talking may about not a, be. a direct but tree But you want branch. a direct, yeah, direct. A, a direct tree yeah. branch. So Is there know. any artist that ever um, came to you that you fronted on? Like, you, you didn't see that there was a star and then later on became a star and you was like, damn, I fucked up. You know what's funny? I'm glad you, you say that because Jay-Z... Nah, don't me, say no, no, Let me tell you. Let me <laughs> yeah. tell you a story. Jay-Z yeah. used to be with Kane all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I did a, a remix with with um, Shy and Jay-Z. Mm. So Jay-Z was up at my house, right? So Jay-Z came in the crib, just like when I, you know, I thought I was the, my first time meeting him. And I said, oh, what's up? Nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. I wanted want to go like this. I'm just what, what era of Jay-Z is this? Hawaiian Sophie This is, um, this is, just when it started with Lee. Just when it started popping. I did, um, Already Rockefeller. Um, just, just when Rockefeller started rocking, and he was able to get, he was able to hire him to get on records. Right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like, just, just when it was coming, maybe 95 like or something. Like the Dead like Press record is hit. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. So, he comes to the crib, right? I said, oh, nice to meet you, Baba. He said, yo, man, you met me before, man. I've been here before. I stood right here when Kane was doing so-and-so, so-and-so. That shit fucked me up. Wow. That shit fucked me up, that Kane was at the crib. I mean, that that Jay-Z was at the crib with Kane. For maybe Young Gifted or Black or something. One of them joints. You know what I mean? So... I would like to know that he was a rapper then, yeah. but I didn't know. Yeah. But that's like one of those stories. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have missed that boat if I knew he was a rapper. Mm. Okay, so I don't want to ask you who's your favorite artist because I know I want to ask you who's you your favorite hip hop artist. Who's your favorite hands down, number one overall? If you had to pick one artist, just one. Full package artist. Full package, just one. Whether it's to work with or whether it's to, to listen to. Um, yeah, let's go back to that one. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that. <laughs> cool. Who, who's my all-time yeah. overall artist who got it? Right. I mean, to be honest, who opened a lot of doors for me, production-wise and... It, it was more than just making a beat for somebody to rhyme on. Could have been Kane, mm. you know, because I seen it all form into what it was. We was doing hardcore shit first, and yeah. then, then the ladies started liking him, the females started liking him, yeah. and then it just switched. He started, you know, it changed into something different, and yeah. I saw, you know, and it, it made me grow as a producer. Right. You know, Kane changed. He changed me as a producer because mm. before that. I was just giving people whatever I want them to have mm. with the juice crew. Here, I made a beat. Yeah, you can have that, Shan. Oh, Shantae, you can get that. No, you can have that. You can have that. Kane was different. So you saying right now, if God said, "Listen, Marley, you're gonna be straight for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. We got one beat to produce for one artist." Oh, I already know what that'd be right now. Who would that? That'd be, be Todd LL. God damn it! Make some noise. That'd be LL. But I'm saying, you know, but 
So God said, listen, this is the last beat you can make in the world. You're going to oh, be yeah. straight for the rest of your life, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but he, did, he did that already. Mm. This is it. He did. And he you did. get one He's last you, that's beat. That's what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> and and, and you, would give it to, you would give it to Al. Yeah. And that, that kind of happened already because oh, I think you, you don't believe how we living off that song. Wow. You don't believe. It's going uh-huh. to be on the Chase. It's going to be on Chase commercial um, for the next few months. Right. Dudes. Right. You know, Deadpool 2. Wow. Wow. Working on the soundtrack for Deadpool 3. Wow. Yeah. Possibly. Come on, bro. Wow. You you know, you, you can believe where that that little angle right. got me. Mm. It's, it's, it's really different. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's beautiful. 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 Hip hop saves lives. Hip hop saves lives, real talk. Hip hop saves lives. Is it is there anything um you will want to do like you feel like you got left in the game um the game could be the game the game for me the game is lame um i'm doing something different right the game is like go ahead yeah you know um what i would like to do any music supervisors checking this out you know i'm gonna i want to score movies mm. you know I, I scored like a few scenes for biggie's movie right um as you can tell you know they had had me and Mr. Me. They, they let me actually do it. Right. Um, even in Pac's movie, right. I had like a, a scene or two that we did it for. So I would rather get right. into doing scenes for movies and making stuff for movies and mm. theatrical or something like that. I mean, the music is good. I'm, I'm good with the pub pub right now. Right. The pub is, the pub is good. Okay. I mean, the pub that I mean, my earlier records don't really make pub, right. but you know, the, the popular ones do, right. and, it, and it's pretty good. Right. It's, it's good. It's like we don't have four or one K in hip hop. Right. But if you guys, we should. We, we need should. that. We but need that. To be honest, we should. That's a very publishing is that you think? Publishing is that. If, it's, get, if get you get your shit together, yeah, right. get a good record, and then you you'd be surprised. Yeah, it's very because true. it's almost you know, it's crazy. It, because to be honest, if, if Kanye didn't do that and I didn't have pub, mm. it'd be a whole different story. Mm. If you understand what I'm saying, it's different. Yeah. It's yeah. a different story. Pub is important. Anybody out there even wanting to make records, make hit records. Okay, make- Marlon, we got to take a shot of Tiger Bone. This oh, is a traditional. Oh, it's traditional right. on the right. show. Let's go. Sorry, I feel like this is the second quarter. Good. We got to do it. Go ahead. I'm not going to lie. Tiger. You know what's so terrible? I wish, because Tiger does not go with the wine. doesn't go with oh. anything. It doesn't go with anything, though. It doesn't go with the wine. We'll just bust it down. We'll bust it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate y'all having me up nah, there. Man, nah, thank you, know, you, man. We represent our legend. I think it was well overdue, though, because, yeah, you know, yeah. I've seen no. a lot of, you know, yeah. it's a lot of misconceptions yeah. about Marley Marl out there. No, for, we years, gotta, for years, I've been just letting people yap and talk. Yeah. So we quiet dudes sitting in the back yeah, we just gotta, watching it. But we got, what, what is one of the misconceptions of, of Marley Marl that you think that, that, that happens out here? Um, one of the misconceptions... Cause one, everybody always thought you love, you own cold chilling. Yeah, I didn't, so, I did so not own anything cold that was, was was cold chilling blamed, like they always blamed you. A misconception is any artist that ever said, "Oh, Marley didn't make that record," and then they went on to do records later, and it never sound like what we did together. Mm. Mm. That's all I can say. Mm. All right, so this is tradition. Out of eye, out of eye, out of eye, out of eye. Glass to glass. Glass to glass. I never get used I to it. I like it. I like it. Woo, that shit is good. Oh my god. Yeah. That's that OG shit. Yeah.
just do it. Ah. That's if I fucking put a flame right here, come out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't like it. So how was it being in the game back then? You know, um, you guys, because the people before you, uh, the Melly Mel's, yes. uh, the, the Busy Beats, the Pioneers. I'm not a pioneer. Shout out to Cold right. Crush. I'm not a pioneer. But would, would you consider yourself a godfather? Because um, the father comes first and then the godfather. Yeah, yeah, but that is a okay. pioneer. Yeah. But but the pioneers are the guys that came to America first and, and slaughtered the Indians. Oh damn! But yeah, you, yeah. you, you take it away. We, 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 we didn't have to do that. Right, right. They came already. So the architects is making better. There you go. There you go. Because yeah. because you go. like you said, like you guys were the first like um used, uh, private jets and right. showing like that, as opposed to the other people uh, who was before who was like. Like they didn't really. They said they, they didn't make money. I know. And it was like this is. They like, look good though. They look they good. Had cars and and, and they had you know they had leather. They had leather. leather, and they had leather. But yeah. I feel like you guys, your era, you guys were the art- architects of modern hip hop. What became modern hip hop? Yeah. But it changed yeah. into. It changed into. I like that. I put like that. 100%, because you're right. No, they ain't seen niggas at Teterboro until we got right, there. Right, right, right. That's real. That's the, that's the real talk. That's real. And who, for those of y'all who don't know what Teterboro is, that's the private right. airport. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's the Clearport. Yeah, the Clearport, yes. The Clearport. Mm-hmm. You never heard of it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so we, you know, we opened that up. Derek, I feel like you want to come over here, brother. No. Nah. Can I get my, my cousin Derek? Yeah, Derek, Derek. Yeah. Yeah. Derek Jackson, sir. Yeah, he's a legend. He's a legend, man. Some motherfucking and, and legend. You, and you're a legend, Marlon. That's my cousin. And that's his cousin. Yeah. Not yeah. here without Marlon. That's what I'm saying. Let me just tell you, Marlon. We here. We like to give our legends their flowers because so many people like we want to give these people their flowers. When they can smell them, yeah, they yeah. trees when That's they can inhale talk, them, they thoughts when they can dig them, and they drinks when they can drink them. Mm-hmm. So many people want to celebrate a hip hop legend, and I look at it, it's like, you know what? These, these people need their flowers while they're here. You That's know what I'm saying? Fuck so, I came, man. This is the reason why we fuck with Yo, like, give, give, give up the love while I'm alive. Yeah, don't, why, yeah. don't wait for me to die and say I was the greatest. Yeah, yeah. Don't wait. Man. And this is your home where you're welcome anytime. You're welcome anytime. 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 To anybody anytime. doing it, don't wait till they anytime. die. That's why we created this show. You know what I'm saying? So you come in with your movie or your book first? Because I I got a little confused. But I'm working on the book to become the movie. But let me just well, tell you something. Be real. Is the Ju- is it the Juice Crew movie that you, you should come with first? I'm gonna be honest. That's ill. That's the story that the Juice Crew. Like I'm just telling you, is that oh, his movie right. introduces the Juice Crew movie might make more sense. Right, well, no, it's that and Wu Tang. I'm talking about like like that's gonna mess with right. NWA because you know why everybody's still here. Right. The movies that with the people that's still here is always gonna be the best movies. Right. That's why I would say, you know. You know, go to that, and then I introduce it to Molly Mars. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a real fan. Like this is real fan in the fan mode. You know what I wanted to do? Yeah. I wanted to do my perspective of what I, the way I seen everything. But your movie could be called Juice Crew, right? It could be. You, but you, I, I, you I, I, want my, I want my movie to be through my eyes while everything was happening, what I was mm. thinking, what I was seeing. 
mm. what I was saying, yeah. what everything meant. It's like, to me. like you gotta think about it. You're the first RZA. You're like the yeah, first Puff yeah. Daddy. Yeah, you're yeah. the first. You're the first. Uh, everybody who like has uh, the first Wu Tang type of like, like that like shit. That crew. shit came from you. Like I, yeah. I'm proud that I'm from Queens. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No because doubt, no doubt. and I'm proud of that. So you gotta capture that shit. Yeah, no doubt. Queens I think, represent. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna be honest. We live in so much of a dumb era. That I don't know if you shouldn't drop the book first. The movie might have to come first. <laughs> because they niggas ain't reading, Molly. I'm just telling you, these niggas is on scissor and sex. That's, that's these niggas is on these niggas is on heroin out here. That's My true. cousin's out here on cocaine, you know. You know. <laughs> Yo, niggas leaning over tables like this and shit. My engineer. We read, we read. My engineer, my wrestler friend from, from Peru. These niggas are Dropping bottles. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's easier because these niggas is dumb in this generation. This, this might be easier. Damn. I'm sorry, I love y'all niggas, but y'all. Yeah, yeah. let's give them an audio book. They're getting Something. way too high. Yeah, audio book. Audio book can kill the game. Audio book. And then give them a visual because these niggas is like, Molly, they're going to be like, that. I ain't going to fuck. I don't want to drop a book right now. I know my niggas is dumb. The niggas that fuck with me. I know them niggas. I'm just throwing it out there. I would say book first to make, make sure it's. it's, it's Complete and right. Yeah, no, nah, you know, nah, sure I'm gonna right. be honest. Yeah, yeah. Get, but get the movie, the, of, of course. The movie, you gotta, cause you gotta answer the Shantae, you gotta go right with that. Boom. Right. I'm just telling you, right. it's easier to, I'm just saying. I got, I got faith in the youth, man. You got faith in the youth man. or yeah. the niggas that fuck with us. <laughs> but the niggas that fuck with us is not very smart. I like them. <laughs> I like them. We talking with the I'm sorry, I went too far. I went too far. <laughs> I went off the head. So, you've done everything. Uh, uh, what What do you think about other other producers? Like, when who was the first person that you saw? Like, that you said, "Damn, he took my blueprint," but in a good way. Like, you know, like like the the next. I would era. say um, Premier. Premier. DJ mm. Premier, because mm. he he personally told me he said, "Yo, nobody beats the biz." Was kind of like my blueprint mm. because you scratched. You you cut a hook from different parts. Mm. So fresh, he's Bismarcky, the star of the show. Mm. <laughs> he's Bismarcky, so fresh. You know what I'm saying? I, mm. I took different parts and was cutting. I cut the hook. Mm. Yeah. And it, he was like, "That was my blueprint." Oh, now I hear you say. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Oh. He, you know, and then other than that was he cut the samples, like the samples to right, make a right, hook. Right. right. He would scratch the samples up right. to make the hook. Yeah. And you know, and he he said he first heard that on Nobody Beats the Biz, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's a that's a big honor. Wow. Secondly, I would say um, P Rock. Mm. I mean, P Rock. I mean, the the way he took sampling on on a, on on the drum machine and equipment that he was using was incredible, mm. and the things he was able to do off of those little five seven seconds okay. was it was, became incredible. By speeding the record up, putting it in fast, and then slowing it down, getting more sample time. I never thought of that. That's almost as dope as Flash with the backspin. Oh. Three revolutions forward, yeah. three, you know, three revolutions forward, three revolutions backwards. That's genius. Instead of picking the needle up. Yeah. And, and, and recording it fast in small sampling time, and then slowing it down, that's genius right there. Nobody gives him his credit for that. Okay. The last record you could produce that you you could be a part of that you you're not gonna produce. You got one producer to hire. Who does 
Molly Ma. Get to do it. The last beat. You you could mix it. Oh, oh Kanye. Tell us about I, what? I figured you. Yeah, yeah. I thought you was gonna say that. Yeah, I, I fucks with Kanye. Kanye's ill, man. He's dope. You know why? You got you can't, you got overlooked like the last year. Oh, no, that's dope. But but oh, why? Because oh, yeah, oh, okay. But but you know his production and and what he did with sampling and and started pitching things up. And he I, switched I it up in every album. Yeah, yeah, he did something different. Right. Can you say Kanye? Yeah, that, that is he, super he, dope. Yo, he he, he 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 took that shit out of this world. Mm. From what I started. Mm. If you know what I mean. I brought it here, he brought it fucking here. Wait, what are we talking about? Theraflow again? In Theraflow. So, what did you just say? I'm sorry, I need to be Kanye will be that person that makes that last final record for me if it was ever to be made. Wow. I, I would let, let him do it and I'll mix it down. It's wow. going to happen now off the of Dream Champs. Just make it happen. All right. No, not his last record. No, no, not your last. This is a collaboration. <laughs> So, so in this in this new generation, who who is a person that you would work with in a new generation? I fuck with Future. Fuck with Future. Quick. I ain't gonna lie, I can hear you with Kendrick too. Kendrick, Kendrick I, 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 J. I lay, Cole, I'll easy. I'll lace J. Cole and Kendrick. I'll lace them. Already? I, I, no, I would lace them. Oh, yeah, you'd kill them. it with them. All right, yeah, that, that, that'll them. be a hell, yeah. Oh, shit, I want to do a CNN, baby. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, yeah. I you got CNN, that, baby. Fuck that. Anthony, you back. You made history, bro. Baby, yeah. Yo, you know, we got to talk about Rikers Island. That's what I'm saying. Because um, I just want I want, I just want the fans to know um. Uh, how much of a fan I am of you and what you was doing is, you know, we was living in a time where I could have sampled the record right, right. and I could have still paid you just right. from sampling right, the record, right, right. but I didn't want to do that. Definitely. I actually wanted to go back in the studio, I wanted to recreate it, and I had G-Rap, I did, we did everything. Yeah. I don't remember if G-Rap came to the crib that day or if he came later, right. but I came, I went in with you. Is right. this correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I, I, we did it correctly. You, you know, know what's so weird too uh-huh. with me and him? We did a lot of records together, but we didn't work together a lot until then. Who did you rap? No, me and you. Okay, okay, yeah, We did yeah. a lot of records together. Right. Like, I was like remixing this for y'all, yep, yep, and doing yep. this. And this is me on my own. Right, right. Yep. But this now, mm-hmm. he came back. He was like, yo, I got this check for you. Mm-hmm. And you know what's the crazy shit I got to say before I get up out of here? Mm-hmm. A lot of motherfuckers I put on, right. them niggas never cut me a check when they got mm-hmm. on, bitch ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? A lot of motherfuckers, I put the fuck on, and you know they got they got in a position, and they act like you know them niggas never cut me a motherfucking check. So fuck y'all niggas, man. I give it to you. I gotta give you your love. This nigga, he got in position and came back with a check. And that's, that's all niggas want. I was yeah, I a classic too. That's no, what I'm I was honored because I loved Rikers Island so much. And when I went and did the research, and it was like, yo, it was you and G Rap, I wanted to pay homage to you both. No you doubt. know what I'm saying? So I got in a position to do, do such, and I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it on my own too, because a lot of times we worked before, it was through trash. Mm-hmm. And I wanted you to know, like, all right, cool. And it was kind of limited too. Yeah, it was limited. Because you wasn't around a lot yeah, when no. I was around. No, 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 no. no, no, no that's no, why yep. I did Capone Bone. Capone Bone. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. You wasn't there. 
Yeah, they didn't invite me to that session. I, I, I've been taking that personal for years. Don't worry about that, Molly. It's not your Petty fault. Game it was them. It was them. It was not your fault. Okay. them up. You know, I love them. I speak to Capone all the time. Okay. Tragedy, you know what's going on. And um, yeah, man, I, I just love the history. I just love what you did tonight, man. You know, because a lot of people don't hear you talk. A lot of people, you know. I'll be silent, man. Yeah, I'll be silent yeah. just watching these motherfuckers buffoon their ass, talking that shit. Yeah, but we live in a day and a time if, 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 if you don't actually say, like, if it ain't on camera, it didn't even happen. That's why I'm here, baby. You know what I'm saying? It ain't happen. That's why I'm I'm glad y'all got this platform. Yes, man. For legends. I love what y'all do. For legends, man. I love legends, man. This is for legends. Like like so many people, like I I just I just think that that's a disrespect to our culture when people like the 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 the, wine. Listen, listen. Wine is not good unless it ages. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, right. we can make a wine right now. That shit is going to be full of sugar. It's going to be full of whatever. Right, right, right. But let that shit sit around for 10 days. For you know, and, yeah. and do that. And then you, you you get to see it age. And there's no platform for that for our culture. That's right. So me and my, 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 my friend right here, we sat here and said, you know what? Let's just... And we're going to do it like that. We want to salute our legends. We want to salute the people that who has been seasoned, who's been here for 20 years and stood the test of time gotcha. and stood here. And every other culture in the world salutes their legends at this time, at, yeah. at this point. Right. Why the fuck are we the only culture that just says, oh, okay, we, you, you got to be 16 years old. That, like, yeah. that, y'all got y'all shit. You got the, you know, the, the radio stations and all that, but this is our platform. Right, no and we want to salute our motherfucking legends. You know right. what I'm saying? Just yeah. the fuck this shit. Why they come on when people is dead? That's yeah. not let's do it in your face, you yeah, know what I'm saying? I appreciate in your face. the fact that y'all don't wait to cast get in the casket before you tell them oh, nah. what, what it is. Because mm. you know, sometimes in life, mm-hmm. to be honest, I'm gonna tell you what the most disheartening thing is about the whole industry mm. that I feel uh-huh. is discredit. When somebody you know, you put in work, yep. you change the game, and somebody right. wanna try to discredit what right. you was doing and right. going with it, rewrite right. history out of here and right. rewrite history around yeah. you. Right. Yep. You know, yeah. you don't be seeing you don't be seeing me on all, all these award shows and all that like you right. should, right? Because somewhere somebody's trying to write around me. It's true, right? That's why my story got to be told. That's why I'm, I appreciate you guys right. doing what you do. Thank you. Right. I appreciate this platform. Nah, that's real nah. talk. Now your story should be told. It has to be told, Marley. It's, it's real. I mean, um, you know, me just even seeing this is just little Roxanne thing, and then me knowing. I'm just saying. Uh, it's just so it's it's just so much that needs to be told. I'm just, I'm just saying everything you said to me just now. I saw it visually, like I literally saw it. Like when you said, "Yo, just the Queensbridge apartment <laughs> alone, just on those records." Like if you're a hip hop historian and you know those records that you just said and you mentioned, that's that alone is a movie, bro. No doubt, no doubt. That alone is crazy because. No one will never know this. You know what I'm saying? That's Every, true. Everyone everyone thinks that. A hit record is planned, you know, 16 months in advance. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know. It's just, it's the spirit of moment of the yep. time. Yep. And yep. that was the testament of what you just said. And the craziness, a lot of artists don't even know why they're famous. Mm. And that's the truth. They don't know why the fuck they're famous. They think they put out a hot record. But motherfucker, use the promotion of the month. Right. And, it, and, it, and it clicked People right. started to like it Because right. the next month You wasn't the promotion of the month Somebody mm. else was And the next record didn't work The way that one did mm. So a lot of artists Don't even realize mm. Why the fuck they famous mm. Because you know how Record companies work mm. Who we promote this week Right 
I don't give a fuck what this artist got. We promoting him. Right. And you know, a lot of people don't realize that they happen to be in that matrix at the minute. Because I've seen too many superstars try to make records not in the matrix and it doesn't work. I know why exactly every record, I, every successful record I ever made, I know why it worked. Mm. There's certain elements you need mm. to make it work. That, maybe that's why I won't make records now. Mm. Because there's certain elements you need. Wow. And now it's algorithm. Right. That too. But you know, certain elements you need. Yeah. You know, artists need the, 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 the ability to make people want to be them. Mm. Unlike them. I like what he's wearing. I want to wear that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not just a record no more. Mm. It, it, there's a little more to it. Anybody can make a, a hot record. But do you have the ability to make people like you? Mm. Do you have that energy to pull them in? Mm. Even if you make whack shit. Mm. Why do people like Drake? Mm. He ain't the best in the world. But he has an energy that pulls you in. Mm. Why do people like Kanye or Jay-Z or whoever? It's not the music. They have an energy that pulls the people in. Mm. So it's more than the music. People got to realize that. It's more than music. There's oh, another. It's kind of always been more than music, yeah. too. Yeah. 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 You know, if you if you that fly cat, everybody want to dress like and look like and wear what you wear. Like Kwame, Kwame wasn't the the, the the illest, but when you seen Kwame with that polka dots, I went and got a polka dot shirt. There you go. That's it. There you go. Hold on, you wore that left right? Definitely not. <laughs> I had sixty one in the school. That's it. That's it. Took it all before I came back. But um, <laughs> so um. But basically, that's what it is. Right. You know, it's, it's, it, there, there's a magic. There's music, and there's there's also that that energy to pull people in. Mm. If you know what I mean. Certain certain artists have it. Certain mm. people have that. You know, people watch this because you have that. Mm. You know, Thank I want to hear what the fuck that nigga Nori gonna say today. Right. Right. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Right. I want to hear that shit. Thank so you pulling them in. Y'all pulling them in. Right. So there's a certain energy. It's more than what you do. It's that energy to, to be able to pull people in. Because anybody could do this, but if you don't have the energy to make people want to look, fuck you. Right. Right. And that's, that's the basic, that's, that's just how it is. Is there anything? Go buy your energy. Is there anything you would want to do over? Is there anything I would like to do over, what I, what I would do over? Yeah, anything. Ah. Uh, I would like to make Kill That Noise over. Ooh. Damn. What would you do differently on that? Yeah. Record? I probably would use different drums. Ooh. I probably would use the drums that we was winning on because they won with my drums the same way. Right. Right. <laughs> so I would probably would make Kill That Noise with Impeach the President drums. Ooh. The same way they did with Bridges Over. Ooh. Right. That's, what, that's what I would, would do. If I could turn back the hands of time. Because recently, you know, me and Shan got together, we, we redid the bridge and um and um Kill That Noise Kill over. That for, you know, for movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, we made new masters, we got back together. I got the original samples that I used and we rechopped everything up and he did his vocals over. Wow. And and then I was sitting back with with Kill That Noise and I switched I, I switched the drums up. I put in piece the president drums on Kill That Noise. That shit was so motherfucking hot. I was like, yo, this is what I should have did in the beginning. <laughs> but I had so much stuff that I didn't rely on my old sound right. like that. 
because I was moving on. And but but I wish I would have used those drums on Kill That Noise. But, do you feel like y'all y'all lost that battle? Or? I feel that people are stupid as hell for believing in them because we never said that. And for the record, never said hip hop started. Yeah, we never said that hip hop started in Queensbridge. Right. So I feel like people got bamboozled. Right. But you know, it's all good. So that was like the first trolling. Yeah, it's like Trump, yeah, yeah, yeah. fake news, Trump shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the first fake news. Right? Which is smart on their part. Yeah, no to doubt, do that. Yeah. No doubt. Because they, they, you know, it's, it's like they preyed upon people's stupidness at that point. Right. It looked like that. If it's on record, it's true. Right. Right. They, they played on the, the stupidness of you believing in that shit because right. we never said it. Right. It's like somebody like yo, right. you know, somebody right. like somebody said you said something, right. you know, you ain't say it, right. but. If, well, you know, whoever get the overhand, may, may, people may believe that shit. But if you don't say nothing. Now, now where was you at when you found that prodigy was passing? Oh, man. I think I was in Japan. Uh, yeah, I was in Japan. Uh, you, know, I, you know, I go overseas a lot. Um, uh, and I always check, you know, the internet when I wake up. And I saw it, I was like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Because the weirdness is, I had just hired him to work with um, EXPG a few days before, a, a few days before he passed. I think the show before he went to, I think he went to Vegas that Vegas, yeah. The show before Vegas, he was with us at EXPG. Wow. And, and we was taking pictures, laughing, joking, blah, blah, blah. And after they did that, down with the Japan, and then they went to where they was going. Right. And then I saw, it was like so crazy because we, I just took pictures with dude. Right. Like two days before, but right. it was crazy to me. That was crazy, and I felt that he won't be the last one. There's more. You know, you know, there's more people gonna pass. We, right. we don't live forever, right. and you know, the the good thing about you know hip hop and being an artist is whatever you do when you're alive, it lives longer than you. Mm. Right. You know, we won't be here no more. But people still be playing our music. Mm. Still talking, you know, we still live after we're not here. And that's mm. the, the one of the benefits of being an artist. And you know, it was kind of sad because, because I just was with dude. Mm. I just was with him. Just, just was with him like two days before everything happened. Right. Well, God bless him. Yeah, God, God bless, bless his him. family. Yes. Rest in peace, prodigy. Yes. Beats, we need you out here. For real. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. You know we, what I'm saying? Don't let it, it don't let it slow you down. You right. know what I mean? When um Nas did the bridge is over, um the bridge, I'm um, not oh, not as over excuse me. Uh, Nas did the bridge, uh the, what was it? He had put all the artists from Queensbridge on there. Oh, okay, um, yeah, I remember that. Did uh did you do the beat or no? He just um, sampled it. Um I think was it LES? I think maybe somebody else made the beat, but I was on the record. I was on the intro. Okay, cool. That's what happened. I was I was part of that. Right, right, I was right. I'm mean, Nas be looking out. I right. can't front. Right. You know what I mean? Right. We're from two different eras, but you know he always look out. Right. You know what I'm saying? He always and he always show love every time I see him. So you know, I, you know, like I said, when the torch was passed, they did a great job with it. Right. You know uh, what I'm saying? Beautiful. Beautiful. With the, with the music business with me, I'm not thinking about it. 
I'm, 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 on some, I'm on technology right now. Bro. I got technology that's gonna change the world. What that, you mean? That, what you mean? Come on, you're working on tech. Man. I, you I got technology to change the world that, that Steve people are not even shit? thinking about yet. You know, I'm ahead of, 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 of the average. That's in line with music. In in life. I got the answer. Can't share some information nah, with us? Nah, nah. <laughs> it's all patented, bro. Okay, I get it, get it. It's do already patented, but you know, we're working on some technology right now. Well, do your thing, man. Do your thing, yeah, man. We proud of you. If I could think about putting hip-hop in a goddamn machine <laughs> and, and change, the, change hip-hop, I could do a lot of other things. Right, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. See, me personally, man, you know, I'm on a quest to have hip-hop control all aspects of media. Like, to me, I don't think that if we should wake up in the morning and we want to watch a sports show, I think that sports show should be hosted by Jada Kiss. No doubt. I think when we want to go well, we watch did. a weather show, we that shit should be hosted by Jim Jones. Yeah. That's what I think. You did. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So yeah. I want to. That's why I'm doing this because I just feel like hip hop. We it's, it's about time we control the all media. And of what course. I mean by that, because hip hop is its own race. It's not, I ain't talking black, white, I'm talking about hip-hop and hip-hop. So this is the reason what we're doing, you know what I mean? We're having a goddamn fun doing it. Yeah. We want to respect people like you and continue to respect people yeah. like you, let you know you got this outlet, it's wide the fuck open, and this is Drink Chats motherfucking pop. Woo! You got anything, you want you got, I feel like you got one more thing you want to say. No, nah, I just you... want to say if anybody want to get in touch with me, it's um, at Marley Skills. Okay. On Instagram. Okay. Uh, DJ Marley Mall and, you know, Facebook stuff, you know, but at Marley Skills at Instagram and, uh, and Twitter. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Get at your boy shit, you know what I'm saying? Any investors that want to get into some real money, get at me because I got that technology for that ass. Absolutely. I'm going to have to sign that um, non disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we up on that, but, you know. Mm. We, we there. This, yeah. this is what I do, man. The music, the music thing is gonna be what it's gonna be. Mm. Let these young kids do what the fuck they want to do. Cause it's their That's shit right now. That's how I feel too. Yeah, I don't, them, I don't judge them niggas. Yeah, let them do it. Let yeah. them do what the fuck they want to do. Because it's only evolution. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't you know, judge let's, them let's have a good day. That's all it is. And, and think freely. That's real talk. Make some. <laughs> <laughs> In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. 